Welcome back. My name is Kit. My name's Madison. And it's your boy, Steve. And this is Streaming Things Wrapped. Wrapped. We've wrapped. got something interesting for you guys here today. For longtime listeners, new listeners, welcome. This is actually a really good spot for you to be. You can see what yeah. we have to offer, if anything. Lots of laughs. Uh, <laughs> I hope that you had a wonderful Christmas for those that partake. A happy holiday season for all and sundry. And now you can kind of relax and look back at the year of 2023 streaming things style. What we've done is we've had all of our stoutest patrons, all of our lovely listeners, point out their favorite moments from the year and send them to Steve, specifically timestamps, because Madison and I don't even know what moments have been chosen. So this will be fun for us to watch and listen I to. Know. Um, I'm excited for you guys to see it. So I'm, on, I'm excited. On the YouTube, you'll get to see the actual clips, but there'll be a podcast version, of course, so you're listening to that now. Um, Some of these clips, I would highly recommend that you seek out the video version on Spotify or on YouTube. Yeah, because that's some of the humor is involved in uh, the way that we look, yeah. as, as always. <laughs> if, I mean, if you guys remember the Misty Wigs. Misty Wigs. Iconic. They're there. They're there. That's on there as well. So yeah, that it's going to be a fun hodgepodge of like best of moments of the year. And a little bit from the year prior. So if you want to be a part of stuff like this in the future, you can join our Discord community by going to patreon.com slash streaming things and subscribing. You'll get access at certain tiers to our Discord membership. There's a great family of people in there. Great. Um, they run it pretty much themselves. I mean, they're 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 a thriving community of, of close friends now. They, mm -hmm. they fly all over the world and hang out with each other at this point, which is crazy. That's something we, not that that's crazy, but it's wild that we it's it's developed that, to that. Yeah. That this, this little show that we started in your basement of your old log cabin house is now. Has formed into a beautiful, thriving community. Yeah. yeah. A commune, if you will. Yeah. yeah. A commune. Where, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's just swimming in waterfalls and hanging out and having underwater tickle, tickle fights. Yeah, famously. We think. Famously. We don't know. Who wants the tickle? Oh, baby. So it's it's so lovely to have started that and be a part of that. So I hope that you enjoy these moments. Maybe you're remembering and looking back. Maybe you're seeing them for the first time. Either way, it works. We're going to start with a movie, a moment that's actually not from 2023, but we couldn't leave it out. It's the infamous Harry Potter coverage, specifically Andy's fascination with Polyjuice Potion. If you don't remember it, you're in for a treat. Oh, yeah. Check it out. But she took the cat's hair, so, so Hermione looks like a weird cat creature. And I thought she looked look cool. Tail. And Ron, like, he's like getting a furry vibes. Like, he's like, not awaken anything tail. in me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be real sad if this awakens something in me. Uh, so Harry... Uh, finds, we all wonder that, right? About Polyjuice Potion, like, it, can you just like play with their cock? You know what I mean? What? Like, what? Like, do, you, do, you, do you assume their face? You, like, could, could they pull it out and be like it's Crab and Goyle's like wiener, and not their own? You know what I mean? I I assume that's what happens. So everybody has to be like. <laughs> Can you imagine what you could do? Could there just there's like a shot of Harry and Ron just like looking down like yeah, yeah. like all oh, right yeah. <laughs> I never thought of that. No, I love how a Andy came in real hot. Like we've all been thinking this, right? <laughs> can we, can, we, can we talk not? about this truth about we've all been thinking it? <laughs> how have we not? I'm telling you guys. There's some fucked up shit going on in Nocturne Alley you've been, with Polyjuice Potion. You've been reading too much Rule 34, my friend. I'm telling you guys. There's some <laughs> fucked up shit First going off, on First off, can we Hogwarts. just, okay, so you're saying in a world where we're all adults, right? And we're like 
drinking polyjuice potion <laughs> for Jennifer Aniston. Sure. <laughs> Had I ever thought about that before? No. I mean, come on. That's right there. <laughs> well, Andy. Anyway. You're on my team, buddy. Come on, let's go. <laughs> We've all had these thoughts. <laughs> that is one of my favorite clips ever from streaming things. Andy going super hard on the Polyjuice Potion. From here on out in this episode, me, Steve, will be the one giving you a little bit of a intro into all these clips we are going to play. And we still have a lot of Harry Potter to go through because that coverage was so much fun. So this next clip you're going to see is us kind of just talking about Diagon Alley and how Harry Potter not seeing a goblin before in his lifetime may lead to some unfortunate consequences. So we go into Gringotts Bank. We get introduced to the goblins. And he's like, and Harry's like, what the fuck are those? <laughs> he's like, those are goblins. Don't be racist, boy. <laughs> holy, oh, holy shit, Harry. Holy shit. Let's go back outside. Uh, beg your pardon. <laughs> <laughs> he's from Indeed. a very rural part of the country I'm so sorry <laughs> you should see how he was raised he's never seen a goblin and, and Hagrid's being really sus he's got a uh, I'm here to see you know what and the you know which and the goblin's like you want me to jerk you off and he's like no, no. the usual I presume <laughs> Another one of my favorite moments from the Harry Potter coverage was our discussion of Filch, the janitor or caretaker of Hogwarts from the series. You know, he he's sort of portrayed as this really shady, bad dude who does bad things. But really, when you kind of look back and think about the world of Harry Potter, uh, the world's not great to him. So he's got a good reason to be angry. And we sort of had fun exploring just what that world would do to a person here on the podcast. We see Filch come in. He's like fucking hungry to catch a kid doing something wrong. He's just a really angry person. I really like getting kids in trouble. And of course, he's a cat person. Like he just screams cat. What's his cat's name? Mm. Mrs. Norris. Mrs. Norris. Mrs. Norris. Mrs. Norris. I named this cat after a woman I once loved. <laughs> she didn't love me she back. She didn't love me back, so I got this cat. Because I'm a squib. Do you remember that he's a squib? What the fuck is a squib? A squib so is... So does he go off like to simulate gunshots in people on movie sets? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, a, it's a muggle that's born in the wizarding world. So it's a non-magical person. Yeah, they know about magic. They're supposed to be magical, but they don't have powers. So his parents had powers. Yeah. He does not. He's just... How fucking cruel is this world where you have a kid who by all standards is technically handicapped in the world that you're in? You're like, let's call him a squib. And let's make him the janitor. Yeah, that's true. It's very ableist. This is why I have a very bad disposition. That's why he does. It's not his fault, Steve. To me, it's very ableist. If Mrs. Norris just treated him nicely (laughs) and and went on a date with him, he would have been okay. She was married, Steve. It's not her fault. (laughs) (laughs) You got me there. You got me there. Any hoozle, I would have been the better match. It's no secret that I am not a fan of the character of Dobby. And I know a lot of you guys don't like that about me. And I'm sorry, you're all right. But guess what? Uh, For you, Kit went ahead and got his revenge on behalf of Dobby uh, against me. And this clip shows you just exactly how he did that. And I still have nightmares because of this clip. So enjoy. So I got a surprise for you before we get into the recap. Ooh, a surprise. Uh, you're going to have to close your eyes. Okay. But maybe talk for the audio listeners. 
Okay, I'm closing my eyes so that whatever Chris is doing, I am not hip to because he's got to do something physically to get it ready because he hid the thing from me. And I don't know what it is. So I'm just going to sit here and vamp until he tells me I can stop talking, um, which apparently is not happening right now. I'm very. Oh, can I stop talking now? You can. Okay. You can, you can open your eyes. Holy shit. God damn it. Oh my God. That's a no. No. It's so wonderful to see. Okay, podcast listeners, he just put on a Dobby mask and it is it looks like the last thing you see before you get stabbed to death. Hold on, I gotta take a photo of this. This is actually really uncomfortable. I I've never worn it. You are wearing human skin in the form of Dobby. It's, it's elf skin, sir. Let me see what podcast Dobby looks like. Oh, my God. This is so horrifying. Can so, you even see out of that thing? No. <laughs> are you going to do the rest of the pod in that? No. I had wanted to, but this it smells like uh, theater popcorn in here. Ew. I don't know why. Where'd you get that? I don't know. <laughs> Seriously, that looks like something a horror villain would wear so, and kill teenagers. Like Happy Death Day? Yeah, 100%. My wife got it from like a bargain bin place. And I was like, oh my gosh. Or she FaceTimed me like, should I buy this? And I was like, absolutely, yes. <laughs> I'm going to wear that for three minutes on the pod and it's going to be wonderful. Um, Ooh, that No joke, when I opened my eyes and saw you sitting there, my heart skipped a beat. I thought I was about to die. So you have a new fear. Aliens and Dobby come to kill you for laughing human, at his death. Human-sized Dobby. <laughs> Fun fact, that's basically how I look without my hat. You thought I was a bad character? <laughs> Dobby will show you. <laughs> he would definitely fill his sock with rocks and beat you to death with it. Dobby gives Steve a sock. Our Harry Potter coverage from late last year, early this year, Gave us a lot of laughs, but it also taught me a thing or two. I know it taught a lot of our listeners, especially of a certain generational vintage. Uh, we had, we definitely learned what the term Riz meant, the, the classic Gen, Gen Z slang Riz. And uh, here's Kit telling me exactly what Riz means last year. Now, Moody's like the only person who's ever survived the killing curse. Is Harry Potter. And Harry's Sitting like in this room. not even looking at him, even though it's right in front of him. What? I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> he was writing. Uh, what was he writing in a letter to class? Cho? <laughs> <laughs> Dear Cho Chang. Circle yes or no. Do you like me? Like me, like me. Like me, like boy who lived like me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am the boy who likes you. Um, <laughs> God. The boy who likes me. Time to date. <laughs> came to date yeah that would be some riz that's what the kids are calling it these days have you heard that term i have not so if you were able to flirt well or like you're a charming person mm. very charismatic uh gen z is calling it riz oh that guy's got riz Ooh. and then they do really cool things like puns with that like oh that, that bros the rizzler <laughs> i don't like that one bros the wizard of oz so I thought so of a funny joke. It sounds like someone actually had the Riz and then people who don't have the Riz are making these puns. Sure. <laughs> but the, the Rizzler. But then I no. thought of a cool joke for the Gen Z kids where I could say, you're a Rizzard, Harry. 
What do you think? I mean, it's your TikTok career. (laughs) (laughs) I just got to make it work somehow. Of course, we can't move on from our best of Harry Potter coverage without talking about the Dementors. Uh, These characters were, you know, just something that Kit and I just had fun sort of riffing on about, oh, goodness, where's all these children? I got to go find them and suck their souls. Uh, We had so much fun doing that. And thankfully, you guys enjoyed that, too. And uh, here are a couple clips of the Dementors just having fun for your enjoyment. It was like something in the sky to where he wouldn't notice Dementors were around him. Gotcha. He's in his peripheral. He just thought it was the umbrella kind of thing. I, I, that's the kind of touches that, you know, this Alfonso Guys, Cuarón movie. an umbrella. It's Look at me. Raining. I don't want to get my tattered old robes even more tattered. I don't want them to get them wet. That's just common sense. I got it at the gift shop. I might have to suck somebody when I'm up here. I don't want to be all wet. Oh, there's one right now. Oh, there's a tasty little morsel coming up right now. He's just, this is, ooh, this is drive-in food. Mm-mm. Here we go. I you all told me I was flying up too high. Nothing would ever be up here. Look Joke, at you now. Joke's on you. Yeah, I would have got that other boy too till the lightning got him. Mm. I don't like it cooked. <laughs> Give it to me raw. I was going <laughs> to... <laughs> I was going sucking, but then I found out it was just a Hufflepuff. Mm. Ew, Pituie. <laughs> nobody likes Hufflepuffs. Pituie. Ain't nobody sucking them. I'm back in the prison. You know, I had a great time floating around Hogwarts, mm-hmm. but you know, I just had to take a little break. I mean, that's a long school here with no days off. I'm not sure. I don't even have a back. I don't even know, but something hurts. Seriously, I need to put on some, like, what are those things you put in your shoes? To help you, I know Doctor Souls. Yeah, yeah I need some Doctor Souls for my soul is what I need. <laughs> some Doctor Souls. Yeah, mm-hmm. or a nap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna go suck something off. <laughs> <laughs> Give you a little Dementor kiss. <mwah> Give my mommy a Dementor kiss <laughs> every day before I leave. Oh, you leave that woman alone. <laughs> She's had it rough as is. I want to see an experiment and see how long we can do these before people turn it off. You know, uh, (laughs) when we did it last episode, I was like, surely people fucking hate this. No, we got a bunch of emails. So many messages from like more Dementors. (laughs) When I read those at heart, because at the time I kind of black out and eventually come to like, oh, we just lost a few thousand listeners. Yeah. And then I get the emails like that was the best part. And it just heartens me like, you know, just do you live your truth yeah anywho yeah we just gotta we gotta give ourselves a dementor kiss from mm-hmm. time to time as our harry potter coverage came to a close streaming things was hitting a little bit of a crossroads uh a huge harry potter fan is longtime host of the show andy unfortunately for the show but fortunately for him he decided to take a step back from podcasting and focus on his personal life for his own personal mental health and well-being and we support him for that uh, but with Andy leaving the show, that led some pretty big shoes to fill. And I think initially those shoes were filled by none other than Jimmy. Now, some of you may be asking, who the fuck is Jimmy? Well, Jimmy was the third host that we brought on to help Kit and I cover The Last of Us on HBO, which was a big hit for us on streaming things. A lot of people tuned in for our coverage of that amazing, amazing show. If you haven't seen The Last of Us, go check it out. But Jimmy stepped up. He knocked out of the park. And I think everybody really enjoyed Jimmy's laid back, hilarious style. And uh, we give him a little bit of a ribbing here in the beginning of this clip um, for stepping into Andy's shoes. Yeah, we said it at the end of the I Love You Man episode, but just for all of the public to know, uh, that whole community is built and, and managed solely by those people, not by us, because we are stupid. We're doing this. 
Yes. We're building this. Yep. So they focus on building that and we build this. Mm-hmm. And together. And Jimmy does that. Yeah, I just. Who the fuck I is Jimmy? Show up. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, not Andy? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, guys. Was, was that, that your Andy? Yeah, that was my Andy. <laughs> uh, well, uh, you just sound yeah, like no house in awesome. the Simpsons. <laughs> Bangles, <laughs> yeah, Super Bowl. <laughs> Just kidding, Andy. If this is the one episode you've listened to in the last two years, I love you. I'm begging you to listen to the show. <laughs> Not only was Jimmy really, really fun to work with and get to know this year, he also brought a certain level of knowledge that Kit and I don't have. He he served in the military, and with that, he was able to sort of bring a different perspective onto the world of The Last of Us that we definitely wouldn't have had. And so this clip sort of illustrates just uh, the, the the know-how and the knowledge that Jimmy brought to the show. But that's the kind of thing, Jimmy, you were in the military. I was. They liked little short rhyming things. Definitely. Characteristics, right? Definitely, yeah. Improvise, adapt, and overcome. Yeah, it, snafu, doesn't, it doesn't rhyme. Foo bar. What, what's that? Snafu is situation normal, all fucked up. <laughs> Wait, so it's not LMAO. normal? LMAO. Yeah. Right. It's not normal. It's a bad situation. Normal. All fucked up. Yeah. Situation. Normal. All fucked up. I don't get it. If it's not, that's That's the military. If it's all fucked up. Why Fubar is, why'd fucked you put normal up beyond in? all recognition. So Fubar's worse than snafu. I don't know. <laughs> they never told us that. They just said it. This next clip, we'll see a written uh, question for our mailbag of the last of us sent in from none other then Hall of Fame streaming things listener Enza. And she's going to set Kid up to answer just how he will react when the apocalypse comes. Our next question is from Enza, the one and only. Belgish fan. <laughs> Enza writes, based on your personality, insert yourself in the show. Oh, go on. Who would you... <laughs> <laughs> in, in the show, oh, okay, in the show. Okay, okay, okay. Insert yourself in the show. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> who would you be? What would your role be? Would you survive? I added that last part. Well, I'd like to take you back to when somebody asked me about my a place in the story of House of the Dragon. I think she's teeing you up for this. And I was getting my cheeks clapped in Flea Bottom. <laughs> yeah. Where would I be in The Last of Us, you ask? <laughs> I'd be collaborating in Kansas City. <laughs> selling my ass for apples. On the low, low. I thought you were going to say, like, I'm the I'm the sad boy that the Raiders fuck in between (laughs) pillaging villages. (laughs) Willing, though. That's how I survive. That's how I get my food here. Get down on your ground and give me your shoes. I'll just suck your dick. I didn't. I don't want you to do that. I will. I just asked for directions. Yeah, I, just, I was just going to take your shoes. All right, man. We'll let you go. Just, just get away from us. Are you, are you sure? I just don't suck my dick. That's my defense against everybody, including clickers. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see me, but you can feel me. When I think back on our coverage of The Last of Us, I, of course, cannot forget about old Sniper Tone, one of the most beloved Streaming Things characters to ever uh, be born from this podcast. And this next clip 
shows the origin of just how old Sniper Tone came to be. Joel sneaks up to the old man sniper. Uh, old man sniper. That's that's a another story from old the Bible or something. Old man sniper. <laughs> it's me. I've been sitting in this room for ninety years. Kathleen calls me Anthony. I don't know why. She keeps pestering me like, "Hey, did anybody come up the road? Did you kill any people?" And I said, "No, uh, Kathleen. <laughs> I can't shoot for sheep." How long do you think he's been sitting there? Ninety-three <laughs> years. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time. Yeah. I like piss a- in jars, drink that, and piss it out again. <laughs> you ever seen the aviator? That's me. Um, <laughs> he doesn't want to kill him. And it's a really kind of sad scene where Joel's like, fucking stop, yeah. dude. Like, don't make me do the thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and even Anthony, like the old man is just looking there like, I'm uh, not going to be fast enough, am yeah, I? And yeah, Joel's like, no, you're not. You're not even close, dude. I could take you. <laughs> you may have a couple inches and a half a half a century on me, but I could take you. I've got a rifle. You don't know what I'm packing in my pants. <laughs> it's a knife. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Joel says, "Don't." You seem disappointed about that fact. <laughs> You thought I was going to fuck you? I was hoping it was something else. (laughs) And then when Joel wakes up to that fucking Sam Clicker fiasco, you can see his face like, I fucking knew it. Nothing ever. God damn it. You know, like. I was the one thing holding the whole back (laughs) this whole time. You get rid of me, they'll coat through this city like a knife and hot butter. <laughs> I was the one thing. I'm the city's last defense. Sniper Tony, they Just, call me. Sniper Tone. It's Tony time. <laughs> Lock and load. And Joel's like, don't do it. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm, so I'm not doing anything. <laughs> so, please don't. What? I'm not doing nothing. <laughs> sir, zip, I see. Zip. <laughs> don't do it, sir. <laughs> Just come on. Don't make it weird. <laughs> Put your apocalypse on this. <laughs> what time is it? What time, what time, time is it? Time. It's Tony time. <laughs> it's Tony time. <laughs> this dude just became our hero of us. <laughs> I fucking love Tony. With The Last of Us ending, streaming things wanted to figure out what was the next hot show that we wanted to cover. And we ultimately landed on a little show on Showtime called Yellow Jackets. And boy, were we lucky that we had Madison step up to the plate and decide to be our third host, our third heat, as I call her so often. Now, Madison had been on the show prior in one or two episodes covering uh, Black Widow. I believe she was on a, a, a Halloween trivia episode from years past. So she had always been around. In fact, she coined the term happy streaming long time ago on one of our Oscar uh, coverage episodes. So it only felt natural to reach out to Madison and she if, and see if she was interested in being on the podcast with us. And luckily she said yes, which led to such a beautiful working relationship between the three of us on this podcast. And I think you all have enjoyed that as well. And so I think this next clip just really sort of cements just how well Madison sort of got into the show, understood the assignment, understood her place in the show, and really just didn't let Kit get away with any shit. 
Uh, we cut to uh, Misty. She's she's going to meet with Walter, aka puts the sick in forensics. Uh, and I was confused <laughs> by this location at first because at first it's like there's hangers and docks. I was just confused. It looked like hangers. Mm. Maybe they're like boat hangers. Maybe I missed the water. But the, anyway, it's like it, what's like the, the marina? Marina, yes. How there were like hangers for you think planes? You think planes? <laughs> I don't like how. <laughs> sorry, that sounded patronizing. Great. You said I'm that. So sorry, <laughs> I didn't mean it to sound like that. Filled with buildings that house you think planes. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> they could I be water even, planes. Bats. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> the kind with. The, I can't even think of you're what right, you're, you're referring right. to when you say hangers. Uh, she knows, so ha. Huh. Okay. She thinks it's dumb, but she knows how I would no, get there. No, no, I see. I understand. I understand. I'm sorry. They're That's like, uh, you ever play Call of Duty Warzone? You get into the air, the airport level. They're giant, like oblong shaped buildings. Oh, like a building hanger. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for some reason my mind went like, like a coat like, hanger. Like a coat hanger. Oh, so like... you're dumber than me. <laughs> this is like a. T- <laughs> this is a scale. Yeah, people can people, people can store their boats no. on land in those. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like so you, you can for you think planes. So I can never know. That was fair. Fair quest. <laughs> I was just walking you through my process for the establishing shot. I was like, huh? Okay. Oh, a boat, you know? I should have left that. I should have deleted that. When more was revealed, I can backspace. I, even I love put, how that's your note. Yeah, my note, Misty, hangers and docks, confused. <laughs> <laughs> I, even, I take note of my mental state as we go. <laughs> anyway. I think the, the establishing is appropriate for the marina. Sure. The building there is appropriate. It should be there. Yeah, boats go in there. Duh. Yeah. Not only was Madison willing to step up and sort of show that she knew what she was talking about, about TV and film, she was also really, really funny. And one of the best uh, ongoing jokes that has persisted even beyond the Yellow Jacket's coverage was none other than the baby. When he asks that, the pendulum makes the infinity symbol instead of a yes or no. Mm -hmm. Uh, And everybody's a little, like, you know, head cocked at that, but not too concerned. And then Lottie starts to scream right before the window blows open. So like Mm -hmm. the the, the camera, excuse me, does this like Sam Raimi thing where it POV flies toward the window. Yeah. And then she screams and then it blows open. Uh, and everybody freaks out at that point, mostly because Lottie's screaming. And then she starts speaking in tongues. It and wants. It it's wants, hungry. It wants. It's in. She looks at. Is it Van? She, no, she looks at Shauna and says, Shauna. it's in you. It's and Shauna's, you. you know, kind the of baby. Con- <laughs> confirming she's pregnant. <laughs> I didn't catch that at the time. You didn't catch that? No, oh. I was like. Your genuine surprise was so funny. <laughs> the baby. The baby. <laughs> I like TV. (laughs) Girl. That was amazing. Wow. See, we should watch it together. You get all of that. We should. (laughs) Now, I had known Madison a long time, even before she ever got onto the podcast. And so really that has led to us sort of being able to riff off each other and play these different characters and just have a lot of fun. And we definitely had a lot of fun uh, sort of impersonating Travis and just being this guy that just didn't understand the land of babes. And it was always fun to sort of dip into these characters with Madison. And this next clip shows just that. And the coach says, yeah, that'd be a good idea. Put her in the play. And then everybody would just think she died with the rest of them. Even though really you guys ate her. He didn't say that, but that was, that was left unsaid. It was implied. Everybody knew it was coming. It was Mm -hmm. implied. He's, uh, he's not doing well. 
He's hungry. No. He's the only one who hasn't eaten. Yeah. Poor bastard. Yeah. And now he's scared that everyone's going to eat him. You know, Travis later. Like, I, yeah. What's your problem? Are you all right? You're acting weird, dude. <laughs> Jeez. First, uh, you didn't eat the delicious meal we had last night. <laughs> we all noticed your absence. My okay. brother's dead. All right. All right. <laughs> I got laid. <laughs> My stomach's full. <laughs> yeah. I got laid. What are you doing? Yeah, man. I Come just, on. I just... <laughs> I just had Jackie and I'm about to have sex. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best day of my life. <laughs> this next clip was just Madison and I. It was a huge challenge for us because Kit, I believe, was out on vacation. And so it was just her and I for the very first time recording an episode, just the two of us. But I think we rose to the occasion. This next clip is just more of us goofing off with the Travis character. Uh, I will say, if you are watching this on video, um, the cameras did not work on this episode. So there is no video. You'll see a clip show of what actually did air. But I think the gold is just in what we're saying and how we're impersonating Travis for sure. Travis is crying. Uh, <laughs> I'm just I'm very just emotional, so emotional right, now. right now, guys. There's a lot of estrogen here. We're literally giving birth to life. <laughs> this is our baby. This it's is coming our into baby. the world. I don't want to. I don't know if this is overstepping my bounds, but I have some names picked out. All right, we've got Travis Junior. That's you know we can we can debate that one. We, if it's a girl, I was thinking of uh, Cindy because I like Cindy Lauper. Love Cindy them Lauper, jams. Yeah, or Cindy Crawford. You know, there's, Cindy, there's a you, lot of there's Cindy's. a lot. There's a lot. Or Brooke, like Brooke Shields. Brooke Shields. I spent a lot of time pleasuring myself to Brooke Shields yeah. around what, this what time. Were some of the I would names? like to honor her. Or Pamela, you know, from that Playboy we saw. Yeah. You know. Let's do it, uh, Van. I know you get it. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Ty, I know you. Ty. I know you can. I know Why does everyone tell me to shut up? <laughs> <laughs> I love how we just listed all female names. What is the point? <laughs> Travis is the point. Oh, well, then Travis Jr. Travis Jr. Easily. Uh, what else is there? We can't name it after Coach Ben. Yeah, no. Not, not one leg Ben over there. He wouldn't even put his like pubes on the deer skull. <laughs> Like, as the lead, Amari even did something similar. Come I on. Know. Like, what the fuck? Those actually were Amari's pubes. <laughs> uh, I guess I've been saving up. I've been saving up for I my mean, donation. I mean, shit, they've been out there for a long time. Only I can only imagine what their nether, nether regions look like. Past the Deer Skull Collections Cup of Bilotti Church of Wilderness. <laughs> One of the biggest contributions that Madison has made to streaming things uh, is her creativity. And one of the most creative things she asked us to do is, as we were covering the first season of Yellow Jackets, we knew the finale had to be sort of a big deal. So what better way to hype people up for not only the end of season one, but the beginning of season two, than to have an episode where we all dressed up in misty wigs. People on the YouTube can already tell shit is going down yes mm. yeah these we we bought matching wigs that are somehow very different from each other uh like, why does madison look like she's about to leave a yelp review <laughs> i'd like to speak to your manager please. Oh, no. why does steve look like mrs doubtfire and why does chris look like such a slut <laughs> <laughs> because chris is a slut it's true <laughs> Any hoozle. I just we, want to say real quick before we move on from this visual, y'all look great. <gasps> Thank you. Y'all look great. I love your glasses. They look like little cat ears kind Thank of at you. the top. Yeah, it's purposeful. It's like, yeah, intentional. And yours? Are those like your glasses? I own these, but they are not 
prescription there. I think UV blue lights. That's, yeah, that's what yeah. I wear for the TikToks. UV lights. Yep. Yep. I should have brought mine. I didn't get glasses. Now I'm just a, I'm a, I'm like a Lame. jinkies misty. You're like modern day misty who got LASIK. I'm like jinkies. I can't <laughs> see without my glasses. <laughs> oh no. Where's the ghost? <laughs> So we decided this was actually Madison's idea, right? To dress yeah, up Madison had this idea yeah. what, like episode three or four? Well, I really, been, I just, I love wigs. She's been plotting this. I have. For yeah. a long time. And even though it's been a long time, I procrastinated and never got scrubs. <laughs> but I do have this fuck off sweater that I think fits Misty pretty yeah, well. Yeah, Misty would definitely wear that. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a total Misty sweater. Mm -hmm. Yeah. God, I feel so pretty. Okay. You moving, are very pretty. Moving right in. God, I feel like so good right now. This wig's doing it for me, guys. Yeah. Mm. You can take that home with you. The title of the episode is called Sick Transus Gloria Mundi, mm -hmm. which translates to Thus Passes the Glory of This World. Mm. You know what that's from? No. They So they use that at the coronation of a new pope, mm. which I think refers to Lottie in this case. Wow. She's like their spiritual leader. Interesting. So she's Jude Law. She's the yes. young pope. Oh. Or maybe she's two popes. Two popes, one cup. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you regret it um, like as you were saying it, but then the other part of your oh, brain was no. like, we're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of just want to tweet by itself. Two posts, one cup. <laughs> <laughs> but that'll probably be the only tweet more than 30 people ever see. And I'll be like, fuck. <laughs> and then Callie sees the missing Adam commercial. Uh, local man. And, uh, oh, that was Chris, Chris, Chris. That was the news. <laughs> <laughs> Not a commercial. That was the news. <laughs> I, I, I know you haven't seen a commercial in a long time, so it's hard to differentiate between the two. <laughs> Maybe you also don't watch a lot of news. They just sort of have commercials where like, buy Tide and also man missing. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking wrote that. What'd you write? Missing Adam commercial. <laughs> guys, oh, shit. I want to say it on public record. If I go missing, I want you guys to make a commercial I'm not about it. Buying any airtime. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. I thought we were friends. <laughs> For three people at the nursing home to know you're missing. <laughs> three oh, people that look exactly like you do I right now. That boy looks like, like my grandson. <laughs> Where am I? I'm missing. <laughs> yes, you're right. The news. <laughs> something I something else I haven't seen in 10 years. Because I don't care. Nice cairn. Nice cairn. Nice cairn. I'm terrible when I try to do the Australian trick. Beach. If you say nose cairn, it's supposed to help you sit talk in an Australian accent. Nose cone. Nose cone. Nose. Now I'm going British. That's not a knife. That's not a knife. That's not a knife. This is a knife. I can do like a cartoonishly Australian. Crocodile Dundee. I do. I like crocky. Crikey, look at that gate over there. Look at this beauty. Look at this beauty. <laughs> Good eye. Good eye, mate. By the way, there's not a single fucking Australian. <laughs> I got Scottish. What was that? You went like brogue. Whoa. What's brogue? Scottish brogue. Huh. Brogue. Brogue. None of these accents are in the show. I don't know why we're doing this. 
Welcome to streaming things. Yeah. It's the multiverse of Misty, Misty right now. Yes. Yeah, we're, there we we're go. All, we're, yeah, Misty Australian Misty. Multiverse. Australian yeah. Misty. Misty everywhere. Misty <laughs> Misty everything. Misty everywhere. All at Misty once. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That was the best place you could have put those pronouns for sure. <laughs> yep. Or <laughs> <laughs> proper nouns. <laughs> Madison joining the show was such a big deal for us in 2023. Not only did her point of view lend itself to making our Yellow Jackets coverage even better, but her creativity, her sense of humor, her thoughtfulness, uh, the way she just instantly was able to connect with the the two of us on the podcast and connect with you guys, uh, the listeners. Uh, She is really the third heat. I've said it the whole time. Like We love having Madison with us, and she gave so much uh, to the coverage of Yellow Jackets specifically that Kit knew that we had to thank her in some way. And this next clip is exactly how we thanked her. So let's take a look at one of the more heartwarming moments of 2023 for streaming things. This, this is a good time to do this. No, <laughs> this is a good time to do this, right? Uh, you guys might know, I don't know if you can see behind me. I can't see my camera feed here, there. I'll, I'll jump to your camera one second. Yeah, jump to me, bro. So back here, I, got, I just gotta give it up. I got, I got a gift in the mail from the Yellow Jackets people. It's pretty fire. It is a yellow jacket. I think you remember me talking about this on the show. I was you wanted sh- it shameless. Yeah, I saw another influencer. He was like, "Oh, I got my jacket. I'm so cool." <laughs> and I was like, "Holy fucking wait up!" So I emailed Yellow Jackets, and I was like, "Yo, give me one of them jackets." And they did. They yeah. gave it to me. It's pretty uh, sick. And I don't think I look anywhere near as good in it as you do, Madison. I would like to give it to no. you. It is yours. No, Chris. That's why no, I asked you to try no, it on. No, no, no. <laughs> it's yours. No. Yes. You will appreciate it so much more. Stop. <laughs> Stop. That's you. It's yours. No. It's, a little, it's a little too warm out right now. Stop. Chris. <laughs> it's yours. Chris. No. It's yours. <laughs> And listeners of the show, I'm going to grip it really hard. Unless you, you want, you can't. I'm not taking it back, Chris. I'm not taking it back. It's over there on that side of the table. It's gone. It's dead to him. I have been trying to think of a, a a nickname that I could like call Madison that would show my affection for her, but I can't call her Maddie because she has a friend named Maddie, and so that only leaves son. You know, it's the other half of her name. But that's weird, you know. But here you go, son. You know? oh, <laughs> Chris. Thank you. It's been the plan the whole time for a while. I called Steve a while ago. Like, do you think she would like it? I think she would like it. (laughs) That's why I was like, do you want to try it on? Because I was like, if it didn't fit, then that'd be an awkward gift. You'd be like, thanks. (laughs) This is so sweet. I appreciate it so much. You are not only an incredible asset to the show, but uh, a really cool person. And I know you love the show, and I know that you're like a you're like a thrifty person. And I was like, this your this is your aesthetic. This is your vibe. (laughs) <laughs> and that is a jacket you literally can't get. I mean, you can't get that. You know, that's nobody. Everybody's like, "Oh my god, saying. how did you get that?" You'd be like, "None of your business." <laughs> I'm like a big deal. It's not a big deal. I'll say my my cool bestie Chris gave it to me for mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Chris. Seriously. <laughs> yes. That's so sweet. Yes. Thank you so much. You deserve it. You oh. earned it. Absolutely. Immediately following the Yellow Jackets coverage, we knew we wanted to keep this ball rolling. Madison was crushing it, and we wanted to keep this trio going strong. Through some polls and talking to you, the listener, we ultimately decided to cover Lost. That's right. 
almost 20 years after the original debut of Lost's first season on television, Streaming Things was going to step up and cover this amazing show. In fact, we're still covering it. You can check that out right now on the feed. We're still going through season one as we speak. But when we decided to cover Lost, we decided, hey, we're going to take this seriously. We're going to write notes. We're going to look at the camera angles. We're going to judge the storylines. We're going to give honest, good critique about this show and definitely, definitely not just talk about butts. What's up, Snow? And then my like favorite a- part of the the long shot of Kate's ass as she walks over to Jack. See, Did you notice yeah, that? Yeah, there was a... There Did was, I notice that? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Because we're friends and no one else is listening, Yes. <laughs> I like bit my lip. <laughs> but did you see though? Like they needed they needed a first AC for that shot because there was a moment where it was out of focus and then it immediately went back into focus, focus. as she was walking. Yep. I just was like, wow, you are really pushing this. I like I appreciate it. I appreciated some ass. It keeps me roped in, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm equal opportunity. No, I was like, strip Boone all the way down. Please. Him and we should should show him. Suck me, daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Remember we said that in the first episode? No. Dude, I love Ian Summerhold. Are you kidding me? You love love. Was he in like a vampire show and he was like a hot, sexy vampire? Vampire Diaries. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Suck me, baby. (laughs) <laughs> okay, I will, me. I will be your thrall, Ian Summerholder. That's my uh, Mile High Club favorite moment right there. <laughs> Suck me, baby. Suck me, baby. <laughs> He's a very good-looking man. I'm all about pro. He is. You can he needs to explore. Show him digging around Sawyer's rat hole. I yes, please. But also, but Kate lost in that ass. That's what they call it. <laughs> <laughs> and I love you. Try to be above it. I do. You pretend to be above it, but you noticed. I did notice. And you weren't disgusted. You're just what we no. call perping back in my day. <laughs> perping. <laughs> yeah. Look it up. How metro perping. of me. But, <laughs> but it was it was definitely male gazy. Yeah. Like, I was but, like, but, right. but oh, here's the point of the scene. Like it was a trans it was like a it wasn't a diegetic edit, but it was like a, a butt edit where you use it's the like sex ass, appeal. Ass, 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 ass. Yeah. Like a Michael Bay kind of shot. He always does like cheeks up yeah. to introduce characters. Yeah, push in. <laughs> Tilt yeah, up on the I'd cheeks. Like to. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Sawyer's hole. <laughs> One of my favorite moments so far from this coverage is something that Walt said in episode five that kind of came out of nowhere, but it has persisted as an ongoing inside joke that streaming things loves to bring up from time to time. So let's take a listen. And we cut to, and I know this is inappropriate, but I just thought it was such a strange choice writing wise. Like Walt turns into short round from Temple of Doom. He just runs up to Kate and he's like, pregnant lady, fall down. <laughs> Since fucking when can Walt not form sen- sentences? No time for love, Dr. Jones. Yeah, uh. like, weird choice for that. That was, your really, potatoes. Funny. That was really funny. Uh, what do you say? Pregnant lady, fall down. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Goodness. god oh, I love Walt more now that like was if, so good if Walt was Kihi Kwan it would be a way better show 
Dude, can you imagine like a, like even 1980s like, Kiki Kwan? No, even like present day, if he was oh, just yeah, playing Michael's right. son, it would be better. <laughs> he's just, hey guys, just like his like yeah. exuberant personality. He's Vincent. like, listen, I can hear what Jin and Son are talking about. These motherfuckers are wild. <laughs> they know what we're all saying. They know. They speak English. I just don't know why they had him say that line that way. It's so weird. Pregnant lady fall down. <laughs> Lost is a show about a bunch of people that have been stranded on an island and are trying to be rescued all the while dealing with all the crazy mysteries of, of that the island brings. But little do they know that this island has something extra special about it. Not only is it an island with monsters, with others, with hatches, it's also Dead Dad Island. Again, we got the Dapper Man floating around the beach. Turns out to be Jack's dad. Oh, mm-hmm. and he's dapper because he was dressed for burial. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh. And do you even make that connection? It's to not. Now? It's not lending. Uh, it's not boating well mm-hmm. for the the other denizens of the island. Because if you got dead men walking, mm. dead dad, it's dead dad island. Not a great sign. Everybody else is in the best health. Mm-mm. You know. <laughs> so I don't know. Dead dad island where you can go and see your dead dad. <laughs> You're selling it. Mm-hmm. I want a brochure. He's think about always it. walking away because he never hugged you in life. <laughs> Dead Island. <laughs> yeah. He's wow. always so close, but so far away. Just like dad always was. Mm-hmm. Hashtag mm-hmm. daddy issues. <laughs> I'm going to be singing that a lot. I like episode. that. I'm just I'm just throwing it out there now. Get ready for it. Dead Dad Island is going to be a new streaming things merch idea. Dead Dead Island t-shirts. <laughs> dead Dead Island. <laughs> dead Dead Island. Get your closure that you were always seeking. Just kidding, it's empty. Dead Dead Island. <laughs> the Lost coverage also holds a very prestigious moment in the history of streaming things. Longtime listeners of the show will know that Kit Laser did not always go by that moniker. In fact, for a long time, we knew him as Chris. And if you were listening to the show while we were covering loss, you would have borne witness to the genesis of Kit Laser. By the way, this is a good time to announce. It's actually a terrible time because it's Thursday that you're listening to this. I'm changing my name. Uh, and I wanted to tell you guys on the air to, oh. to address me thusly from now on. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I, I did a video about how uh, actors who had changed their names did mm-hmm. like, for instance, did you know Tom Cruise's real name is Thomas Mopather the fourth? I think I did, I did know, know that. that. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Foxx's real good name call on his part. is Eric yeah. Bishop. Another that's a good call. That's a dope name. It's, exactly. Eric Bishop was already cool, but yeah. he did it because he claimed that when he was a stand up comic, they would always make room on the set list for women. And so he made his name androgynous so that they would try to pick him to get their like mm. women fill. Oh. Like, Jamie, you're up. And he'd be like, yo. You know? <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Jamie. Uh, so that, anyway, so there's a bunch of those. And I started thinking like, so it's not that these people were born with these famous what names. What a wholesome story of a man taking jobs from women. <laughs> right. Love that. What a wholesome story that was. So it's not that these people were born with these famous star names. It's that they chose the name to become a star. And so that I have that ability. And so it is. Oh, and I also found out this is the last one. Kit Harrington's real name is Christopher Harrington. And Kit mm. is a, a shortened version of Christopher in many countries, just not really America very mm-hmm. much. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know that. I think Kit's cool name. Exactly. Which I is why like my Kit. new name is Kit Laser. And you will refer Kit to Laser. Me, you know. Kit <laughs> do I have to call you the full name? You can just every call time? me Kit. Oh, Kit. Well, okay. I feel like it's one of those things where you can't just call George Clooney George. You have to say <laughs> Kit Laser. But I think you can call George Clooney just Clooney. Y- yes. So you can just call me Laser? Laser. Hey, Laser. 
So I've actually changed it to Kit Laser on all social medias, and I will really be. Have making, you really? I really will be making this a thing because it <laughs> okay. might be the thing that just catapults me. You know, Kit it's Laser. Kit Laser. Kit Laser. <laughs> Formerly so. known as Chris. Nope. This is my good friend, Kit Laser. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. I like. I don't hate it. Sorry, that's the only laser sound I have on my. Yeah, it Star sounded Trek a little board. weak. It sounded a little original, Tronny. This you is know? technically a phaser. Oh, Kit Phaser. Yeah. That would explain it. Or what about this? Kit Laser. That's, that's much good. better. Okay. That's good. But okay. I could. I would prefer a lightsaber. Mm, that's not a mobile Or pew, 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 pew. Yes. Those noises. Just, if you could just hang out around me when I introduce yeah. myself. Just pew, pop up pew. over my left shoulder. Hi, man. Pew, pew. <laughs> my name's Kit Laser. Pew, pew, pew. One of my favorite things that Streaming Things does is what I call the chosen films. Now, chosen films are exactly what they sound like. They're films chosen by listeners for us to review. Now, these listeners get this opportunity by signing up at the appropriate tier on our Patreon, which you can do so at patreon.com slash streaming things. At that tier, you're able to tell us a movie that you would like us to review. And we have reviewed so many films this year. So, so, so many. And let's listen to a couple of clips from these chosen films. The first one being the movie Twister, where we definitely understood that we were supposed to review the movie. Today, we're talking about Twister, baby. And we've been playing it all day to prepare. Steve, when you went red, mm. right hand red, I couldn't believe it. Dude, I thought I was done for at right hand red, and then I spun a, a, a left foot blue. Oh my gosh, this is one of my favorite games of all time. Madison, so what do you think about Twister? Man, I just, I remember playing it when I was little, and so nostalgic, you know. I don't know, being on I'm not all as fours. flexible as I used to be. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back in your heyday, you could go from one end of the mat to the other, full split, spread eagle, get them wins, buddy. Yeah, now, I don't know, bending over just a little bit. My back can't do it. <laughs> My sciatica. <laughs> so nostalgic being on all fours. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, shouldn't have said that. Man, the, the good times I've had down here. Is that what they is that what they're referring to when they say the hot spot? I believe so. <laughs> the I've never found it. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't. <laughs> I don't believe it exists. <laughs> oh, man. Oftentimes when reviewing TV or film, we make mistakes. We're only human. Whether it's we misquote somebody or we don't catch that important plot point that zipped right by, it happens. But fortunately, our other hosts are here to keep us honest when we do make a mistake, just like in this clip from Forrest Gump. There's some bangers in there, but I think Credence is used in every single like major Vietnam movie, is it not? I feel like it's a rule at this point. Like you gotta use If you Credence. get the helicopters, it's either that or flight of the bumblebee. That's oh, it. Yeah, flight of the bumblebee. <laughs> <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Um so then uh he you know Gary Sinise comes in. And the whole movie oh, changes. I'm sorry. It's not Fly the Bumblebee. It's Fly the Valkyrie. That's what that's what fucked my brain up. Yeah. You see me go, I'm not going back. Because you said Fly the Bumblebee, and that is a song. So I thought you were making a joke. Like, oh, that would be really funny. That's way different. Fly of the Valkyrie is what it meant. Yeah. I was trying to breeze past it. And you saw my brain reset where I'm like, do I acknowledge it? No. Who's going to notice? Four people that email me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Flight of the Bumblebee is even would, better. Let's add that to some Vietnam War Just do footage. Apocalypse Now with Flight of the Bumblebee. <laughs> Make it all cartoony. They're flying in. Um, 
Flight of the Valkyrie. Way different. One of the most iconic reviews of streaming things said something like, sophomoric misogyny, four stars. And, you know, they're not entirely incorrect. Uh, we, we can be a little silly, uh, maybe unintentionally offensive. We don't try to be, but sometimes we just like to poke fun at things in, in childish, uh, immature ways. Whether that's us being super thirsty for the entire cast of The Mummy, or even just questioning whether or not God exists, uh, sometimes streaming things gets a little bit of trouble with what we say, and these are some of the best moments of 2023 where we could have gotten a little hot water. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a fun time for me. I loved, I was obsessed with this movie. Uh, everyone in this movie is attractive. So somebody wrote in, Period. I think, to our Instagram and said, "This, the Mummy 1999 is my sexual orientation." Yes, hundred <laughs> uh, so percent agree. Yeah, hundred percent. I had such a guess, crush on Rachel Weisz. Oh Same. man, I have such a crush on Oded Fair. Like that dude is an attractive man. <laughs> it's yes, true. it's true. <laughs> this entire cast is just hot. I was Brendan Fraser with all of these people. Yeah, Himbo to the max. Like later on in life, even Arnold Vosloo, ooh baby, oh for sure, looking like a snack for running sure. around in that chainmail uh, booty shorts at the end. <laughs> even when his skin wasn't fully on, I was like, wow, oh, I didn't hate man. it. And what his mouth can do, Whoa. I can only imagine. He can unhinge that jaw. It's not even CGI. No, I, I googled it. <laughs> that's just Arnold Vosloo himself. <laughs> and Lieutenant Dan uh, shows up while he's just like in, I think he's in New York city on New Year's Eve. Uh, is this where he shows up the first time? Yeah. So he, he's on that talk show with John Lennon and oh, then that's when, he's, why he's, when in he's New York, when he's leaving, uh, Lieutenant Dan meets him like you, they gave you the congressional medal of honor. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, they did. Yes, they did. <laughs> um, and then of course they have to do, they're in New York and he's pushing Lieutenant Dan around. I'm walking here. And he does the, I'm walking here, but he's in a wheelchair. Yeah. Uh, you know, we love ableism humor. Uh, we don't, <laughs> don't use that sound bite. <laughs> that's not true. I was poking fun. Unless uh, it's Robin Hood men in tights. That's true. <laughs> talking about blinking. Yeah. <laughs> Every one of those jokes landed and I'm not proud of it. <laughs> By the way, what in reality, I don't mean to be weird here, but it's just, just I'm keeping shit real. Keep it real. What a terrible life knowing that your husband or wife is just watching you at all times, but you're supposed to live a new life. Yeah. Like it's like when you're a kid and you think God's real and just watching you all the time. <laughs> some, pe <laughs> some people still think that <laughs> depending on your religious stances. I know, but I mean, <laughs> maybe you should have said when we thought Santa Claus was real and he was always <laughs> keeping a list and checking it twice. <laughs> that would be the less defensive thing to say. <laughs> Go say sure. <laughs> Don't take that out. I'll take the brunt of it. I don't give a shit. Okay, all right. This next clip is in the same vein as the previous three. It is actually the most controversial clip, I think, in streaming things history. Uh, never before have we had so many people write in telling us how funny they thought it was, while at the same time, an equal amount of people writing in telling us how offensive they thought this clip was. Uh, and for those of you who are offended by this clip, uh, we don't mean anything by it. Uh, when you're covering a topic uh, like this movie, and this movie is Silence of the Lambs, uh, a movie about serial killers, sometimes when you're doing that, your toes dip into the well of the macabre. And that's really all this is. It's kind of like, this is so messed up. How, how, we got to kind of laugh about it. And that's what we're doing here. 
And a lot of you agreed with us that it was funny. And so that's why we're keeping it into this best of compilation. And so without further ado, this is the most controversial clip of streaming things in 2023. And that is the C block in Silence of the Lambs. And you can tell like she starts like getting watery eye, like he's, he's cutting to the, the truth of the matter, or at least uh, some inherent vague truth. Um, and I forget who she even asks about. Who did he, who was his first? Oh, he talks about uh, the first guy who tried to like analyze, analyze him like this, I think. Yeah, that, that another doctor. Or, yeah. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice mm-hmm. Chianti. <laughs> Sounds like the Lord of Kisses. Oh. Which is iconic, and that's in Cable Guy, right? The- yes. Jim Carrey does it well. But mm-hmm. then he basically tells her to fuck off in a very uh, direct way that scares the shit out of her. Like, fly, little starling, fly, 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 which is like, there's a, a lot of bird fly, fly, fly. imagery in this movie that I really appreciate. Uh, and so she flees, but not fast enough because Migs throws a whole lot of nut on her and it's not cool. Spider-Man! <laughs> uh, he's been just cranking away at that while she was talking. The sure. fucking doctor standing at the end like, yeah. And you know, because he said he was going to keep an eye on her. So, you know, they're in that little room like, hey, <laughs> check out Migs. Mm. He's got a spider man <laughs> Yeah, they're like, Barney's like, I remember when he threw a nut on me. Yeah, he does that. Yeah. That guy. <laughs> That's, that, that's how he tells that's how he sh- that's his love language if he wasn't crazy he would be a quarterback Barney's just got these skates <laughs> poor Barney poor Barney but I love I love how Hannibal is like distraught like like Clarice, I love it I hate I hate it when big Spider-Man's people get back here. <laughs> yes he's not a web slinger <laughs> he said he can't you know he can't stand bad manners right and that's really rude to throw your cum on somebody in some circles <laughs> yeah circle jerk is okay yeah. is that what you're saying Steve depends on the circle you're there's in there's one guess. particular circle where yeah. that's okay you're just like you're just like cha 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 but cha. even that it's just collateral damage you're never supposed to intentionally <laughs> Chris, I guess. Chris, go on and tell me. I really want to. I want you to break that down for me. Here's the, the ground room. rules. No eye contact. Number two. That's a given. <laughs> That's really the only rule. Number two. We all know what the bucket is for. Number three. We don't talk about the bucket. And number four. Why are we here? Spider-Man. <laughs> anyway, that's how we play. <laughs> <laughs> so he starts screaming for her to come back. Like he does. She's like covered in cum. And she does come back. That's another skit where Hannibal is like, Clarice, come back here. Come back here. Oh, that's wrong. Gotcha. <laughs> We all do it. <laughs> we all do it. That's, that's what why they call this here for. That's why they call this the C block, because we be coming. Plot twist, that's why we're down here. Everybody else has windows. We, for obvious reasons, do not. Barney knew. That's why Barney stayed in that room. Yeah, good luck. You'll be fine. <laughs> 
This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's the holiday season, the season of gift giving. If you're like me, you've waited until late December to think about it. And now everything that you try to order on a website is not going to arrive until after Christmas. That's the opposite of the holiday spirit. That's stressful. We've got a gift that you can give yourself. You can get a subscription to BetterHelp and give yourself the gift of therapy. If you've never tried therapy before, it's a great way to get into it. You can fill out a questionnaire and get matched with a therapist. And if you don't like them, you're not meshing, it's easy to switch. You can just get another one. And it's all online, so you don't have to stress about the traffic and the driving and the location and all the logistical things that always help you talk yourself out of giving therapy a try. So I think you should do it. This holiday season, lower the stress a little bit. Give yourself the gift of mental wellness. So in the season of giving, give yourself what you need with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash streaming things today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash streaming things. Ho, ho, ho. Happy holidays and happy streaming, everybody. This month, we want to give a special shout out to all of our patrons who keep the lights on at streaming things, but we especially want to give a special shout out to the super patrons. They are Kaylee Sampson, San Valentino, Anthony Corona, Infamous, Brent Stradamus, Sunshine, Huckleberry Cauliflower, Optimus, Mike from New Hampshire, Brett X, Emily Scarano, Little Tickler, Svento7, Jace Gramo, Haley Anderson, AK Ashley Ray, Adam Busby, Wendy O'Loughlin, Joey Stewart, Jason Hawkins, Big Butthorn, Conrad, Rabbit Dog in a Barbie Car, Charlie Friday, Alexis Adler, Linda Eklund, Emmy, Joe Velez, John Collins, Amber McVeigh, Amanda King, Trisha Bueller, Sun Loving Mortal, Suzanne Road, Lauren Waller, Jadinklage Morgoon, Jen Robinson, Kalisha Reeves, Aaron Armstrong, Kevin Strother, Ryan Moore, Ashley Powers, Stephen V, Casey McCain, and of course, Enza. Thank you all so much for supporting the show, and with that let's get back to it absolutely the biggest thing to rock the entertainment industry this year was the writers and actors strike that happened during the summer and fall of this year movie studios didn't want to pay their writers or actors their fair wages and so these artists went on strike effectively halting the entertainment industry and we here at streaming things stood by the artists in a very controversial move that honestly i think lost us a lot of listeners Uh, It definitely affected our bottom line for a very long time. We're only now starting to dig our way out of it. But we felt it was important to stand with those artists and also strike. So what did we do during that strike? We didn't do our companion shows and we didn't cover new material as per what the WGA and the uh, SAG-AFTRA listed out in their guidelines. We wanted to make sure we were being a great ally to these artists. And what seemed like at the time could be like a very dire moment for the show for for the three of us, Madison, Kit, and I, uh, it actually turned out to be sort of a a great awakening for the show. Things got a little weird during this time, but I think honestly, it was the most fun I've had on the show in a long time. It really stretched our creative juices, and it really sort of solidified our relationship with some of our most ardent supporters. Um, And I can't thank all of you enough for A, sticking by us during that time, but B, some of you like actually helped come up with shows and produce the content you wanted us to create. And we had such a fun time doing that. So this first clip is a really fun story that Kit shared with us. You know, the strikes are just happening. Uh, uh, Media journalism is trying to figure out, you know, 
at the same time as we were, what this all meant. So as a TikTok celebrity that Kit Laser is, they of course reached out to him for comment. And this is his hilarious story for how that went down. Yeah, Kit Laser made the news for those of you that don't know. Yeah, talk about yeah, this. Yeah, so, let's hear about so, yeah, it. So after hours, like you said before, is very laid back. We're just hanging out. We tell personal stories about ourselves and our life. Chris or Kit, I'm sorry. Forgive. <laughs> wow. Me. Let me ask you about this article that happened. Yeah. So it's kind of I think it's fun. I think it's a fun story. Yeah. You know, I did a video. I explained this on air a couple of weeks ago, but I did a video talking about how actors change their names nine times out of ten. It's because the the, the actors guild SAG. You can only be registered one time under a certain name, right? So once there's a Tom Cruise registered with the guild, there can be no other Tom Cruises registered with the guild. So a lot of people change their name for that reason. For instance, Tom Cruise's original name is Thomas Mopather the Fourth, so he went by his middle name Cruise, so on and so forth. Happens all the I can't time. Believe there are three other people that preceded him named Thomas Mopather. Michael Mopather. Fourth. Well, he probably just didn't want to go by that name. That's. Uh, but <laughs> uh, Michael Keaton's real name is Michael Douglas, mm. and there's already a famous Michael Douglas. That would have yeah. been tough. Which is funny because Michael Douglas's dad, Kirk Douglas, his name is not Kirk Douglas. So if he if he had not changed his name to Kirk Douglas, then Michael Keaton would be Michael Douglas in the in a, in a different universe. That's the case. It's just interesting. Wow. So I as the a multiverse joke, of Douglases. Yeah, and I found out by doing my research for that that Kit is short for Chris in most countries, and so Kit Harrington's real name is Chris Harrington, mm -hmm. but Kit is just short for Chris in the same way that Jim is short for James, right? So I was like, ooh. At the end of this, I made a joke. And I said, so my name going forward will be Kit Laser. And then I like committed to the bit so yeah, hard. I changed my name to Kit Laser on all social medias. I started going by it here on the podcast. As you guys know, it was I was just fucking around. Whatever. And you found out. I did. <laughs> so during the strike on TikTok, I, I went on strike, you know, a couple of days in with the actors and writers and said I wouldn't be talking about new movies and TV shows and things have progressed. You know, every day we get new, new information. I basically hard, hardly talked about movies at all on my main platform. Um, but NBC News, national news reached out to me a couple of days after that video and said, hey, I'd like to get some comments from you about the content creators who are going on strike in solidarity with the actors and writers. And I said, no, I'm not comfortable uh, being a spokesperson, representing myself as a spokesperson for content creators during this unprecedented and confusing time. Yeah. Thank you for reaching out. Which she could have used that quote and it would, would have been a better quote than right. declined to comment. But so they wrote the article anyway. I guess I didn't really think about how news works. And took a bunch of quotes of mine just from the video um, and said, TikTok creator Kit Laser says this and says this. And then at the end of the article, it's like Laser declined to comment. <laughs> <laughs> he said, fuck you, news. I really hope whoever wrote that story hated themselves a little bit for writing <laughs> Laser declined to comment. <laughs> so now my name is well and truly Kit Laser. I yes, mean, it is. there is no going back. You manifested it. And that is funny to me. The people of the nation. Nationally, you were known as mm -hmm. Kit Laser now. So I kind of, <laughs> I was kind of right. Because I was like, hey, a lot of these people are only famous because their name is so cool. You know, it helped their career. Mm -hmm. And I, like Tom Cruise is definitely just so much cooler than Thomas Mopather. It only took me like two weeks as Kit Laser to be in the news. <laughs> I was kind of correct the whole time. 
With the new format of the show being all loosey-goosey during the strike, that allowed us more time to share personal stories that we may not have shared otherwise on the podcast. And this next uh, story that Kit tells about Build-A-Bear is one of the best examples of that. Uh, I was at the mall with my son. <laughs> I had a couple of hundred bucks and I was going to buy my son some baseball cards and I was going to buy myself a bunch of Blu-rays. I'm not going to lie. And I'm walking through the mall. because This is your birthday money. That's right. Yeah. It was my birthday money. Your birthday money. And it's right. I was a big boy. (laughs) I'm walking through the mall. You didn't get the key to Johnny's toys. You got birthday money. (laughs) I buy a bunch of baseball cards because I went to the mall because malls are dead. Why was I there is what you're wondering. Because there is a store that I'm aware of that my son really likes that sells baseball cards. Uh, So we go there specifically for that place. And I'm walking by Build-A-Bear. And I'm like, oh, that might be cute if I do something like for my wife. Because I see a Harry Potter Build-A-Bear. Oh, so you're thinking you're going to go in and make this Harry Potter cute bear and give that to her? I'm thinking, yeah, I could go in and spend some of my Blu-ray money on a bear. I don't know how much they cost. I've never been there before. That'd be a a selfless idea. And I could spend whatever remains. I have like $100 left. Whatever (laughs) remains from the 100 while spend on Blu-rays. Anyway, I go in there. I see uh, a Gryffindor bear decked out. It's got like a, the robes, the scarf, a little nine and three quarters what ticket. Kind of, um, what kind of bear is it? It's a teddy. Just a normal brown teddy bear? Yeah, it's a casual, a cash teddy. Cash teddy? But it says thirty nine ninety nine. cash teddy, Hogwarts. And I'm like, cash money for this cash teddy. Dope. But I didn't know there's like a whole process. If you've never been to build a bear, you pick the bear sack. <laughs> it's just the skin. It's empty bear skin. Yeah. Yeah, hollowed out husk of what could be a bear. Yeah, you could choose like a Squirtle, a, 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 a Grogu, or there's all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. I pick a classic bear because it's that's the one for Hogwarts. Like the foot even says, you know, Wizarding World or whatever uh, with like the lightning font. So I go, the first station is like this creepy lady, uh, creepy young woman. <laughs> she's just doing her job it's meant for children but why to me creepy? it's creepy why is she creepy I, I, i'm like fifth in line and i have to watch this go down four times before you yeah and it's like this giant cotton candy look at a stuffing filled machine the the client the kid puts their foot on a pedal and fills the bear and she has like this skit that she goes through every time like do you want to pick a scent for your bear so it can smell so good and yummy and like you pick like a different smell to like rub the bear in. They and it smells on bears. Yeah. So huh. you could like pine tree or, or strawberry or whatever. And they rub it all over the bear. So the I want my bear to smell like the things they put in taxi cabs. <laughs> <laughs> that little air Indian food. Yeah, whatever. And so that's what you do first. And then they're like, okay, now do you, her way of asking how much stuffing you want in the bear is, do you want it to be soft and cuddly or big and strong? And she asks that, and you decide, and they fill the stuffing up what, accordingly. What does what does it I assume they leave to? a little more air in for soft and cuddly, and they fill it to the max for big and strong. Okay, okay. Uh, and then you have to grab a heart out of this little box and put it in the bear. They, like, sew it up inside the bear, but they have to, they have to like, activate the heart. And again, this is like this pretend magical ceremony for children. What? So she's like... Take the heart, rub it on your arm so it knows how to hug. Rub it on your tummy so it doesn't eat your snacks. <laughs> rub it on your chest so it's filled with love. <laughs> rub it on your head so it's filled with knowledge. Oh my God. And now give it a kiss. 
and we stick it in the bear. So this is what happens to theater kids when they graduate high school. Yeah, she's doing this over and over and over, and she's going to the max with this performance. And do you I'm think just, she loves doing that, or do you think she gets in the back and does like the, the Patrick Bateman, like slowly peels the, <laughs> the mask off while looking in the mirror? She seemed to be like having a good time, but she could just be a good actor. God, you know, God love her. So it gets to me. I'm, <laughs> I'm 35. I do have my son with me, but he's also way too old for this. He's 10, right? And that I would think that performance is for mm, five mm-hmm. max. Uh, he's, he's 10. He's just sitting there holding his baseball cards and, uh, you know. It's like, like, why are we in here, dad? Yeah. This is a like, you're doing something good for your stepmom. And this is what we're going to do. And he's like, oh, that's cool. So, so she starts and she's like, do you want it to be soft and cuddly or big and strong? And I'm staring at her in the her eyes like. Uh, we're not going to fucking, we, we don't have to do this. We're not going to fucking do this. Are we? I don't say that, but my eyes do. And I'm like, uh, soft and cuddly. And she's like, okay. And she kicks the pedal over to me and like, looks at it. And I'm like, are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? It's like, we're going to do the whole heart. So then I realized she's going to go, she doesn't know how to not, we're going to go yeah, through the whole she's thing. So into the weeds on this script. She can't deviate from it. So I look at my son and I'm like, Mason, come here, bud. And I like gesture at the pedal and he get, he just goes, mm-mm. Mm-mm. shakes his head ever so slightly. No, mm-mm. not doing that either, dad. No. And so I start to panic and I go, Mason, come here, do that. It'll be fun. Do the thing, you know? And he's like, mm, definitely not. Right. So then I, I'm a little mean. I'll be honest. I, I was like, <laughs> I, I was like, do it. <laughs> do the bear thing. I'm not. Put the stuffing in the bear. So he's like, okay. He like steps on the pedal and he does the whole, like he takes the heart. He's like rubbing it on his arm. Like, okay. <laughs> and she's like, kiss it. And he's like, nah. I'm so uncomfortable with this. <laughs> yeah. Why is my dad making me do this? I didn't. I just said, if it's one of us, it's you. But I would rather none of us had to do this. You know, I just want to fill the fucking bear. So then that's over with. Thank God. And I have to go to like, <laughs> this other station where you choose all the clothes. So I buy the high heeled wizard witch boots and I buy a sorting hat and I buy a wand and a nine and three quarters ticket and the robes and all the, the accoutrement, a Hufflepuff scarf. And yeah, that's a lot of, she, she's a Hufflepuffer. Yeah. Rise up. I go to the Remember cashier and she's like, that'll be 132, 36. Apparently 132 36. What was it originally? The 39.99 was what uh, the completed Hogwarts bear said 39.99. But apparently that was just the fucking skin. I don't know. <laughs> so and I'm a people pleaser. So like at that point, my wife's not even gonna care that much. But I'm she didn't even know she was if I a order a plate at a restaurant, I sit down, I say, Hey, I'll take uh, a barbecue burger. Just as a, I don't even sub anything. I'll take the bacon, I'll take the onion, I'll take everything. Tater tots. Uh, Saratoga chips, whatever you fucking want. I don't care. Sure. Give it to me. They bring like a, a steak or a hot dog. They can bring me whatever and say, here you go. I'll eat it. Can you want to start a ruckus and then leave a fat tip and leave, you know, just super sad and hungry still. (laughs) I'm just that guy. I won't send food back. I don't correct anything, you know, whatever. So that kind of person, she's like, I'm not going to just like take the stuffing out of the bear, unactivate the heart. This bear's alive now. <laughs> it's alive. You can't kill it now. So I'm like, okay. And I hand her the, uh, the money I had for the Blu-rays, all of it. And then like an extra 30 bucks for my credit card. Well, we're not going to Best Buy anymore. <laughs> and then, uh, 
And then she's like, do you, do you, you know, I have to go to like this dressing station after I pay for it. And it's just me, 35. Dressing a bear. My son, 10. And all these other like little girls and little kids and their parents having a great time at all their own stations. And I'm just there like silently putting shoes on this bear <laughs> and putting a tie on it. And, you know. We're kind of giggling at this point. Like, what the fuck are we doing? I'm like, I don't know, dude. Yeah. And then I go home and my wife's like, oh, neat. And then and oh, was, neat. And just chucks it. <laughs> yeah. Cool. It. That was it. During the strike, it also afforded us the opportunity to bring on a bunch of rotating third guests as well. And one of the best guests we had over the summer was none other than Alex. And here's one of Alex's best clips from the summer. It was during our horror movie villain draft. And one of the categories was sex, like uh, most fuckable. And uh, Alex had a pretty unconventional selection for what horror movie villain he considered to be the most fuckable. There's only one choice I'm scared of for fuckable, unless Steve's got something so funny. Well, so for fuckable, I'm going Gilman from Creature from the Black Lagoon. <laughs> see, see what I'm saying? Okay. Tell me <laughs> I'm wrong. <laughs> he is a horny sea monster that just wants to fuck. That's true. So give the webbed man what he wants. Is that what the creature from the Black Lagoon is called? Is Gilman? Yeah, he's Gilman. Oh, okay. I always just called him the creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah. I mean, it's just, that's a lot of words. It is. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't have to be. No, no, I agree. I agree with you. I feel like this is a name that has come up within the last like 10 or 15 years. Yeah. Because when I was growing up, it was always the creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh, but, yeah. but now that we live in a modern society with who, where, with time, where time is important, that people are like, we got to fucking trim that. <laughs> yeah. That's got to be trimmed out. Somewhere in the world <laughs> tomorrow, Guillermo del Toro will be listening to this podcast. <laughs> and when Alex chooses Gilman as most fuckable. He leans forward. <laughs> he's he's well, going I mean, to nod vigorously. One of my favorite things that yes. I've read that I wish I could take credit for was I saw someone call Shape of Water grinding Nemo. And <laughs> that's, that's great. And I sat there. I was like, why are people smarter than me? I like, know. I should have thought of that. But that's, no, that's great. Gilman. And that's the other reason why I left Claude Rains off the list is because I didn't want to double down too hard in Universal. And Universal. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Gilman gets it in there. I don't think it's the best Universal. He gets it in there. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So I don't uh, of the Universal monster movies. It's not. The one I think it's the best, but it's definitely my favorite. Yeah. Uh, I think he's cool as shit. Uh, just he looks great. I think it's one of the better created monsters just that we've created as a country. Because uh, I don't think American monster movies have historically been great or the most popular. Mm -hmm. But I think he has prevailed throughout the most through time. But yeah, also he's just horny as shit. And that's also like the whole sequel as well with like the creature returns. Well, I think that choice is a little fishy. That's uh, fine. I think it's inspired. What do, what do you think is the most, you know. What's what are the assets that he has that you're like, oh yeah, that's most fuckable. Okay, he can breathe underwater. So that opens up a whole other world for you. If you okay. Get a snorkel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> opens up a whole other world. <laughs> a whole new world. You know, like I don't know. Maybe I have a weird deep seated thing for aquatic seafaring deep creatures. Seated thing. Yeah, deep, deep red seated, but like, like deep sea thing. Yeah, there's so much you could go for it. I think semen. If, if so, yeah, <laughs> if someone is just like most fuckable monster, I throw out Gilman. They're gonna be like, you know what? I can't argue with that. I gotta he's be not, honest. He's with not you. covered in burns. Here, he doesn't need to wear we a mask. This. He is what he is. The question was, 
most fuckable and I villain. I love him for it. You didn't have to go monster. I know. <laughs> but okay. I did. I told you, sometimes these things are telling that's about a person. True. That's true. <laughs> like, like there's a, a whole host of there's a whole host of objectively beautiful men and women. And I picked at least the top 20 monsters. <laughs> okay. Well, what am I gonna pick? Frankenstein's monster? He's an oaf. He might love me well, but like cuddle. You know, right. He, Want cuddle. But dude, like you you put a small child in front of him, he kills her by mistake. So yeah. he's clumsy. He's a little impetuous. It's true. You know, Dracula Want a pet baby. Just wanted to pet the wabbits, yeah, George. Yeah. Exactly. You got you got a fucking of mice and men Liddy situation. You, what, are you gonna pick Dracula? And it's just like you gotta you gotta deal with Renfield, you gotta you're going Bella Lagosi, you're going Gary Oldman, you're going Christopher All of them. Lee. All of them. I gotta say, Alex. Um, you just gotta give up a little blood every now and then, and you I get was, to hang out and have orgies all the time. I was fully blood prepared. Orgies. I was fully prepared to shit all over whatever you pick for most fuckable. <laughs> but then you said Gilman, and I said Go on. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's I'm not I'm not wrong here. <laughs> like you all know, streaming things was very supportive of the writers and the actors as they went on strike so that they could get their fair compensation from the studios. And the way we wanted to help was we sold a striking things uh, T-shirt where all the proceeds went to the SAG after a strike fund. And uh, as you know, the, uh, as a podcaster, one of the things I say all the time is always be plugging. We always got to be plugging our stuff. And uh, during the strike, I came up with a little bit of a creative way to plug our shirts that caught even Kit off guard uh, in this next clip. This question's kind of weird because it was it's not a question. It's a statement. But it, it was sent to me like two days ago. Right. OK. It says, tell Steve he looks hot. Three fire emojis. In that striking thing shirt he's wearing. <laughs> it's almost as if I sent that. Oh. <laughs> you just planned on wearing it? Yep. <laughs> Always promoting, baby. Always you're be plugging. A, you're such a good. When you opened the door to let me in an hour ago, I went, wow, that's going to be weird later. I'm so dumb. It was obvious. You can get a striking thing shirt just like this if you go into our merch store and purchase one. All the proceeds of which go to the sack strike. Shameless. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to help the strikers out, okay? <laughs> Studios, true. pay your artists. That's true. You pay should, your artists. They should definitely do that. <laughs> While supporting the actors during the actor strike, we thought it would be fun for one of the episodes uh, to cast the Streaming Things movie. Who was going to play the host of Streaming Things past and present? And that led to a couple of really funny moments that you guys thought deserved to be on the best of 2023 episode. And so let's take a look at those clips. Okay, so the, the, the thing, and I don't agree with this, but like growing up, people always would say, oh my God, you look like Justin Timberlake. Don't oh, agree with that it. for you. Don't agree with it. But Are you bringing the sexy back? Uh, constantly. Cry me a river. Dirty babe. On command, cry me a river to prove that you're JT. Cry me a river. <laughs> <laughs> I just meant literally cry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um. <laughs> There's actually, when I worked at the movie theater, there was this really awkward moment. I was probably like 17 or mm -hmm. 18 at the time, but I was working in the concession stand. And these two young girls my age. Um, Thought you were him. No, but they did this thing where they came up, they ordered popcorn. So that involves me turning around, putting taking putting my back towards them. Yeah, twerking. Grabbing, yeah, then just popping it, throw it <laughs> just throwing ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, more ass, please. That's what that involves me doing. 
<laughs> but I turn around my back towards them, grab the popcorn and bring it back. And the one goes like, oh, do that again. And I'm like, what? And he's like, turn around. Okay, so I awkwardly, <laughs> is this what it feels like to be objectified? I don't know. It is. Uh, and I did that, and she's like, oh my God, he looks like, like Justin Timberlake. And I'm like, thanks. Here's, pay for your popcorn, please. It was weird. When they left, you said, bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. <laughs> you had to have a friend do the echo for you. <laughs> you got to. You always have to have a hype man. So Justin Timberlake. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then... Uh, Erica suggested this person. She suggested Bradley Cooper. Oh. Um, and I told her, like, I don't think I look like Bradley Cooper on Wish, but I think I look like Bradley Cooper on, like, a Chinese bootleg table in <laughs> Maybe, Shanghai. like, alcoholic <laughs> Bradley Cooper, like a, <laughs> like a star is born, you know? <laughs> you look like Bradley Cooper at the lowest point of his life. <laughs> That's still really <laughs> handsome, you know? Right. Andy was the toughest. I have the wildest choice for Andy and it is the only choice I have. You will never think of what I'm about, <laughs> what I'm about to say. It makes no sense. I don't know. I have a pretty wild one as well. Should I go first? Yes, go first. <laughs> what is it? Reese Darby. Reese Darby? <laughs> Let me tell you what I would do with the polyjuice potion. <laughs> I would look at my dick. <laughs> But it wouldn't be my dick. It would be someone else's. And I will quite enjoy it. You're selling me on it more. Come over to my place, guys. I've made a great biscuit. Because he did that like parody. Isn't he like in the, uh, the what movie is that? Yes Man or something where he's at he's the yes Harry Man. Potter party. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Come on, guys. I'm Harry Potter. <laughs> Fucking okay. and Zoe Deschanel's in that. Oh my god! If any, if nothing else, <laughs> we're keeping that on the list just because I'm very amused by just Andy being restarted. <laughs> I have a few uh, <laughs> New Zealand wonder actors that I popped up on this list for no reason. Oh my god! I can't wait. <laughs> Probably are like how we bonded originally was what we do in the shadows. Oh yeah, maybe that's why that keeps coming up. Uh, but yeah. I'm That's making it. ribs this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the seasoning. <laughs> when the strikes first began in the summer of 2023, there was really no telling just how long they would continue. We had hoped they would end relatively soon, but they kept going on and on and on. And towards the end of the summer, we actually were starting to celebrate personal milestones during the strike. And one of the milestones was our birthdays. Uh, I created a very special birthday episode uh, for my 36th birthday, where I brought on not only Madison, but also my best friend, Phil, to come onto the show. And I was going to give them a little bit of fun trivia uh, as a birthday present to myself. And one of my favorite birthday gifts that came from that episode was a segment where I had created uh, a bunch of Star Wars aliens on a piece of paper. And Phil and Madison had to tell me what the names of the alien species were. And little did I know that Madison would just drop hot fire throughout that whole segment. So we're going to listen to that entire segment uninterrupted because I think it's absolutely hilarious. And apparently you guys think it was absolutely hilarious as well. Let's take a look. Surprise. What? It can't be a birthday party without a birthday surprise. <gasps> bonus round. <laughs> we got a bonus round now. This is not an official one of the four rounds. This is a bonus extra one I did not tell you about because I'm a little <gasps> stinker. Uh-oh. 
stinker. I'm a little stinker. <laughs> a little stinker. So hold on. Give me uh, Ashley Madison. You can reach him. Do you see on the table to your left? There are two dry erase boards with a marker attached to them. Yeah. So can one to oh. fill. You take one as well. You are going to be writing down things on this board. Do you guys have your phones with you? Uh, yeah. Yes. I am texting you a photo. Okay. This photo is a chart of different aliens from Star Wars. There are 24 different aliens on this list. I got this. What I need you to do 24. is whoever can, you don't have to know all 24. You just have to tell me how many you do. Whichever one of you uh, can give me the correct names of all the alien species or the most alien species. Wait, their name or the type of alien the they are? The type of alien they are. Uh, you have to tell me the alien species and whichever one of you can give me the most correct answers will be given a bonus point. And I will let you guys think about it for a few minutes for you, the listener. I'll edit this out. Yeah. So uh, you won't have be you will not be sitting here for a really long time. Five minutes later. All right. After after some uh, deliberation, the two of you have major answers to the 24 different alien species from star wars madison let's start with you you've been writing a lot over there i'm interested to see what well, you got you know this is such a disadvantage for phil because i knew all of the names <laughs> of these aliens yeah. so much so <laughs> that i didn't want to yeah i didn't want to you know sweep the floor of them so i phil gave this round to you okay. and just named these men my son, men. Men, men, men. men and women, my my first impressions. <laughs> but I couldn't do that to Chewbacca. So my first number one is a Wookiee. I, okay. I, I, I also have Wookiee on my list. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> but, you know, I needed to give that to myself. Sure. But the rest, you know, I just wanted to be fun with it. So number two is... Is it sand people? Actually, hold on. Maybe I, I, I gave myself another one. I just called no, them sand it is, people. It is not sand people. That, okay. is, that is a different type of alien. Technically, okay. they're called Tusken Raiders. Sand people is a derogative yeah, term. That's oh. a slur. So, so, sorry. Maybe. I'm offensive. She's canceled. Yeah. <laughs> I'm alienist. <laughs> You're alienist to the Tusken Raiders. Jawa. Y yes, it is yeah. actually called a Jawa. Yep. Okay. All right, number three. Spiky heads. Close. Uh, I believe they're called the Zabrax. Yep, that is true. Number four, blobs, blobs. <laughs> I like, uh, yeah, that's not entirely inaccurate. Um, Jabba the Hut. Well, it's hot, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Number five, Martian man. Martian man. I, um, I don't know this one, so I'm going to go uh, Blue Man Group. You're both Solid. wrong. On, you're both wrong on that one. That is called a Chiss. Oh, that is the alien chiss, race chiss. of Grand Admiral Thrawn yes. that will be featured in Ahsoka next week. Mm -hmm. This week, I'm sorry. Number six. Slay Queen. <laughs> Slay Queen. Slay. <laughs> to be fair, the picture you picked is very Slay, it's Slay just, Queen. It's just it's, very yeah. tits. Or tits are just out. Yep. <laughs> I believe that is a twi Twi'lek. That is a Twi'lek. Yeah. Notoriously often slaying in the galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven. I believe that is called a lesser Slay Queen. <laughs> <laughs> they no, are similar more, that's conservative slay queen <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to yeah, you yeah. wearing a full turtleneck that's can I have a little bit of slay as a treat <laughs> uh, no I'm sorry the real answer is a togruton mm. number 8 I knew that um, <laughs> I knew that <laughs> 
<laughs> Number eight. Yep. Lil Wookies. L- Lil Wookies. <laughs> <laughs> little Wookies. <laughs> I don't even like the real name as much as Little Wookies. Little Wookies is a much better name. I know. Uh, those are Ewoks. Those are Ewoks, but <laughs> forever <laughs> known for the rest of time as Little Wookies. Little Wookies. <laughs> Number nine. Jersey Shore Guido. Wow. Wow. In a weird way, you're That's very close to the character's name. That's kind of nuts. <laughs> Uh, the character's name is Greedo, Greedo. actually, so yeah. close. Yeah. yeah, but he is a Rodian. That is true. He is a Rodian. Number ten, <laughs> sketch artist gone wrong. Sketch artist gone wrong. Okay, I like that. I like that. <laughs> Phil, were you able to come up with its name? Uh, for some reason, I am totally blanking, <sighs> and it makes me so mad. So I'm going to go uh, <laughs> Tunaman. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's not Tunaman. That is a Mon Calamari. Uh, see, How did I you knew not know that? I know. I'm so stupid. <laughs> Hit him with it, Madison. <laughs> Number 11. None. None? <laughs> oh, Just because he has oh, a hat. He's, got a, he's wearing like yeah. a nun. Okay. N-U-N. N-U-N. Okay. <laughs> I like that. I like that, Phil. He's a Nemoidian. Nemoidian, yep. Seal off the bridge. <laughs> I fucking love Nemoidian so much. Uh, number 12. D- decaying butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> decaying butterfly. <laughs> that's so good that's uh, yeah like a, it's like the dehydrated husk of a butterfly for sure yeah that's a geonosian yeah it is yep that is correct number 13 god i can't wait for this one mr underbite <laughs> is there a mrs he underbite that's i a hope gam- so that's a gamorian or another mr underbite oh that's true that yeah yeah uh, yeah, that is a Gamorian. You were correct, Phil. Number 14. Lizard Man. Lizard Man. I also put Lizard Man. Mm-hmm. That is a Trandosian. I'm yeah. sorry. Mm-hmm. That is a Trandosian. Famously, they hunt Wookiees. Yeah. Possibly little Wookiees. <gasps> no. <laughs> no. Number 15. Ninja. Oh, Ninja. Like that. <laughs> I don't know the name of this one. <laughs> this, this is a weak way. Oh, that's right. In fact, if you watch the show Mandalorian, the one weak way character's name is... Weakway. Great, great. (laughs) Creative. Number 16. Garlic head. (laughs) (laughs) I see it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Love it. That's a biff. That is a biff. See, I was close. Yeah. Yeah, close. Number 17. Less decaying butterfly. (laughs) Less decaying butterfly. (laughs) <laughs> Toydarian? That is a, a Toydarian. Uh, you mind tricks don't work on me. Only money. Number 18. My neck. My, my neck. <laughs> my neck and my neck. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. This is the best. This is the best <laughs> round of trivia. The ever. funniest thing about that is if George Lucas had named them like M posture M apostrophe. Trophy neck, like my neck, my neck. People would be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, deep, <laughs> great, deep, deep, cool, great." Yeah. He's a genius. <laughs> but that's a Kaminoan. Kem- I'll give you Kem- the point. Yeah, yeah. come Kem- on, Kem-Noan. man. Sorry, come Kem-Noan. on, George. Kaminoan number nineteen. Binks my bussy. <laughs> <laughs> Madison, you so bomb bad. Um, Never thought I would hear that in my life, but that's a Gungan. (laughs) 
That is a Gungan. Uh, number 20. Um, an Orange County Chopper Man or Hulk Hogan's brother. <laughs> that's an Ugnot. That is an Ugnot, which how would you like <clears throat> to be the alien species that's called an Ugnot? Mm, it's I rude. Would Ugnot like that. 21. What? Number 21. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> because that's the expression it has on its face. What? <laughs> but W-U-T question mark. What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> you want me to what? Uh, it's an ishy tib. Oh, that's right. Number 22. <laughs> Period eyes. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> Holy shit. I told oh, you these are unhinged. Period <laughs> eyes. Feel, Look um, into your period eyes. <laughs> I don't have a better answer than that. Once a month, I look into your period. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, that is a Utapon. That's right. Because they were on Utapal. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah, right. That's yeah. the planet mm. they're from. 23. Octimouth. Octimouth. <laughs> okay. See so, it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, close. It's an Aqualish. Oh, mm, this is actually a Quarren. Oh, crap. Wow, You're thinking Phil. of the uh, uh, the dude in the bar that's like, he doesn't like you. Like the guy with the, oh, like yeah. they look more like walruses. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. But crap. no, that's a Quarren. Womp womp. And the last but not least, number 24. Fuck them, elbow, them elbows. Fuck them <laughs> elbows. You're right. Or wacky ass arms, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Um, I forget Sabalba's species name, so I'm just going to go with um, Banthapudu. Banthapudu. Yeah. That That's sounded a- simlish. Uh, no, it's called a Doug. A Doug. For some reason, so they walk with their arms and their feet are actually their their hands. So yeah. he's actually standing oh. on his arms and his feet are his, his, his hands. Gotcha. Uh, and much like Sabalba, who always wins, Phil wins this round. He what? gets the extra point. Uh, what? Uh, although I think we can all say the moral victory goes to Madison oh, yeah. for yeah. crafting yeah. some fire ass. Uh, props to Madison. Props. Another one of the greatest things that came out of that birthday episode was uh, Madison's Pippin the dog. Uh, she actually had tried to impersonate Pippin the dog several episodes ago, and we found out that she can't. She just can't do Pippin the dog for whatever reason. She just can't do his voice. And during the birthday episode, we had uh, punishments. So if you lost a round, you had the punishment. And this is a, 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 a clip show, as it were, of Madison being forced to do an entire round of trivia, speaking as if she were Pippin the dog in her hilariously bad Pippin the dog accent. Enjoy. So, Madison, we come to our first punishment of the game. Oh, man. Are you ready? I have to be, I guess. Again, these <laughs> these punishments were sub- suggested by the stream fiends themselves. And the first punishment that you shall receive only for the next round, though, I will say. Okay. <clears throat> Talk like Pippin the dog the entire round. Pippin the dog. Pippin the dog. Okay. okay. Pippin. <laughs> Pippin the dog. Okay. <laughs> This you- is going to be really hard. <laughs> oh, no. There's a Shine chance you. I could take the point away. <laughs> this is going to be mm, a lot of years. What was that? A lot of years. <laughs> Top Spotify. whatever songs. Yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. Please. Beastie Boys. 
No Sleep Till Brooklyn. I think the album is Fight for Your Right, 92. Dog I really right. need to win this round. I can't be doing this voice. No, <laughs> no, you can't. What did I say, 94? Ride it, my <laughs> pony. <laughs> my saddles. <laughs> Who, who's the artist? Roxette. I would not have gotten that. Is it the Pixies? Uh, you got I, me excited. This, <laughs> now the voice is actually coming through, and now I have to stop. It's <laughs> just when you finally get it working. I know. Actually, my punishment is to listen to you do this for another round, so. <laughs> Rhythm of the Night, 1992. <laughs> God damn it. How many rounds are left? Well, despite that late game comeback. <laughs> that could call it a comeback. That, that couldn't, that couldn't, uh, Make the difference. I'm this sleeping. round goes to Madison. Oh, yeah. She no longer has to do the Pip and the Dog voice. I release Thank you of your punishment. God. <laughs> so many of you that support us during the strike are members of our Discord. And if you're not a member of the Discord, you absolutely need to be. It's where a lot of fun people go. A lot of fun things happen. And everyone's super supportive there. We do things like the fireside chats with Kit and I. Uh, but then they also do little contests on their own. And uh, most recently, we did a holiday cocktail contest on there where people submitted their own cocktails that they made during the holidays. And that was a lot of fun and so much fun to be had on Discord. And if you were on Discord throughout the summer, you may have unwittingly interacted with one of our guest hosts from the summer. You may have unwittingly interacted with someone very close to myself. And during the Halloween horror movie trivia episode this year that we did with Andy, uh, we actually revealed who that mystery person in Discord was. And a lot of you thought this was a mind-blowing moment uh, in the streaming thing cinematic universe, as it were. Some people message us calling it that. Uh, and so we decided we had to keep this clip in. And this is the clip where Erica revealed herself to be rabid dog in a Barbie car on Discord. That is the thing that's not halloween is none of us are dressed up. I yeah. literally was like racking my brain, like what costume should I wear? And I thought about being a Barbie, but then I was like, oh. Why would you be a Barbie, Erica? Um, You know, that's a, <laughs> that's an interesting question. I used to have a, a Barbie Corvette. Oh, Barbie, a Barbie car? Yeah, one could say that I, that I had a Barbie car. Yeah. The, the toy or the real, an, an actual The actual car? Hot Wheels Barbie like Corvette. Like you could drive it. I could drive in it. Yeah. Wait, it was Hot Wheels though? It was uh, yeah, like a power wheel. I thought you had power like wheels. a real full on like pink convertible car. No, like no. that you used to no. drive as an I adult. was four. That'd be very irresponsible. Okay. That, yeah. that makes more sense. This so, is just a roundabout tongue in cheek way for Erica to announce something. Yeah. For some of you are slow on the uptake. I'm familiar. So <laughs> Erica is rabid dog in a Barbie car. Yeah. That is her discord handle. That's yeah. Me. So if, you, if you're a they stream one fiend, of the same. Hanging in the Discord, you've been talking to Rabbit Dog in a Barbie car this whole time. It's been Erica the entire time. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a ploy to trick anybody. No, Erica, no, do you no. want to explain it? Oh yeah. So um, I kind of just wanted to um, check out the Discord, and I didn't want anybody to feel weird, and I definitely didn't want any kind of like attention or you know to 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 be associated with the show in any way because I'm I wasn't you know. Um, so yeah, I just kind of like thought of a nickname that I had as a kid, uh, Mad Dog, <laughs> came up with a clever name and I was kind of just anonymous so I could be my own person and, um, you know, and not distract from anything. 
Yeah, but now that we've been having you on the show more often, it felt weird. Yeah, it did. It felt weird. And I didn't want to like feel, I didn't want to make anybody feel like they were tricked or deceived or anything. So I Mm. felt like it was- Wait, your rabid dog. (laughs) Oh my God. All those times I messaged you. No. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I just didn't want anyone to feel deceived. So I felt like it was probably time to like, you know, kind of come out as uh, as rabid dog. And he's like, I've been talking mad shit about rabid dog in a barbie car in front of you this whole time. (laughs) This whole time. The real Batman situation. So Steve has sex with the patrons confirmed. <laughs> it's true. Sign up at that tier, baby. <laughs> that doesn't get more signups. I don't know what will. <laughs> That's the next Patreon bonus. Scandal. Sign up for this tier, this tier and we will do butt stuff. <laughs> no. Wait, I'm not that tier. <laughs> yeah, you need to up. Your- oh, yeah, you gotta damn up it. it. You gotta up it. God damn it. You gotta up that tier. <laughs> He's like, that's all you get for the month, honey. (laughs) This is all I'm obligated to give you. (laughs) Honey, it's the first of the month. (laughs) Wait, card declined. (laughs) Never mind. Oh, sorry. Andy, do you want to reveal? Andy's really Jimmy. So (laughs) all along. If you've listened to streaming things for a long time, you know that Kit and I really value transparency and being honest with oneself and being honest with you guys and just opening ourselves to you. And really the strike sort of brought opportunities that we hadn't really anticipated uh, for us to do that. Uh, We would play games like Lovelingual or Anonymous Questions where people could ask us really anything they wanted to. And these discussions led to some pretty heavy topics. Uh, We tried to make light uh, where we could, but sometimes they were very, very deep and heavy. Uh, This next clip is one where Kit and I talk about how sexuality is a spectrum. We talk about where we are on that spectrum and how we think society would be better off if we really viewed sexuality through that lens. And I hope you enjoy this clip. What's the next question? Uh, where would you all place yourselves on the Kinsey scale? I don't, it's one to seven, right? Uh, I pulled it up just to look at it. I think you're right. It's one to, or six, one to six. One to six. Wow. I'm seven. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all seven. Can you explain the Kinsey scale to me as someone who does not like as familiar with it as maybe I should. I don't remember which one's which, but I think one is six is gay and seven and one is straight. Right. I don't want to say it wrong, but then I'll explain it to you. I'm looking at the, I'm just looking at the scale here. I'll, I'll turn around so you can see, and maybe you can make some sense out of it. Cause I don't have the context yeah. of what these so numbers it, mean. It actually goes from zero to six on this graph. So zero is exclusively heterosexual and seven is exclusively homosexual okay. or six or whatever. Right. So zero to six, sorry. So six will be exclusively homosexual. And so the Dr. Kinsey was positing that everyone that sexuality is a spectrum. It's not gay or straight. Right. Or it's where on the, everybody's a little gay, except for people at zero, right? Um, and so I, I, I identify as bisexual. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say I'm somewhere, I don't know if this is educated or not, but just looking at the graph, I don't know, in the, in the f- four range. Four? I don't know. Okay. I'm down to clown. You're down to clown? I I could never like marry, I don't think, a guy outside of me just like, I I love my wife, right? I'm just trying to think like. Yeah, hypothetically, yeah. I don't think I would have a a fulfilling long-term romantic relationship with a man, personally. I can't imagine that. Now, now, making out, fooling around, threesomes, none of that stuff in, in the sexual sphere, 
ma- like means anything to me. It doesn't like gross me out or like, you know what I mean? It does nothing mm-hmm. uh, as far as like, ooh, it like sounds great. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But like I walking down the street, holding hands, going to a movie, uh, coming home every night. Who what a long day, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> I envision that person is always a woman in my mind. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so I, I don't know. Around four or so. What about you, Steve? Again, I, I did my explanation make sense? Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that helped give it some context. Again, I assume this is like a test that you take and then these the results is like, here you are on the scale. Bloop. Right. Yeah, I, I guess. I, I think I thought it was more hypothetical, honestly. Oh, okay. Uh, I've never taken a Kinsey scale scale test. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be down to. What is that test like? I don't know. Here are three penises. Which one would you suck? <laughs> Which, yeah. And then if you pick one of them, they're like gay. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> um, no, if I had to get again, not fully understanding the the complexity of this graph, I would guess somewhere like a two, maybe. Uh huh. Where I don't, I don't, like, I know I wouldn't be able to have any sort of, like, sexual relationship with a guy just because, like, the the parts don't interest me in that way. Yeah. Um, but. Balls. Yeah. I just, I don't even like my own, I don't even like looking at my own balls. <laughs> They're right? not an attractive They're part. not, yeah, they look gross. <laughs> but, um, but, like, I, 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 I do, I can look at a guy and be like, God damn, that's a gorgeous man. Holy shit. I would kiss him. Hell mm-hmm. yeah. But, like. And, uh, but like, and, and of course, like everyone knows, like, I just, let me see that dick. Whenever there's a movie, I'm always like, let me see that dick. Cause sure. I find it like empowering. Like, yeah, show me that dick. I'm, yeah, sure. I, I don't look at, I'm not like excited sexually be like, Ooh, I'm titillate. I'm like, yes, show it, be naked, do yeah. it. Um, yeah, probably around there. I think, uh, is that fair? Would you, you know I me guess. pretty well. Do you agree with that? I don't yeah, know. I think so. Okay. I don't, I also don't think you're, um, I'm not a super sexual being. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. You're not a super <laughs> like just horny guy in general. Right. Um, but I, it's, I, w- w- it made me think of Ron white of all people, the blue collar comedian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You ever heard? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bring this back. <laughs> Can't wait to see where this goes. <laughs> Cause as a young man, my first kind of like, um, I don't know what the word is, but like he talked about how everybody's a little gay and coming from like the blue collar comedy tour. That's pretty. It, it carried more weight mm-hmm. than if like Ricky Gervais was talking about it. You know what I mean? Right. And his whole bit made complete logical sense, too. And his whole shtick of this bit was that he was explaining this to an even more redneck man. Right. And he's like, I told my buddy the other day, like, hey, we're all a little gay. And and my my friend was like, no, I'm not. I'm 100 percent straight. And I said, OK. You ever watch porn? And he was like, yeah, I love porn. Okay. You only watch porn with two women? No, I love watching a man make love to a woman. Okay. You like it when their dicks are soft? No, I like big heart. <laughs> and like, that's his bit, right? Is that the guy was shocked at what he was saying. Yeah. Um, but I remember, I don't even know how old I was. Definitely not old enough to be watching that, I don't think. But I remember thinking like, um, huh. You know, it was just like. I a, too like a hard dick. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Sure. Oh, I didn't mean to. <laughs> were you gonna get, I didn't mean to like steamroll your story. No, there. it's a better ending than I could have given it. Sort of continuing on with that same theme of being open and honest with you guys, sometimes we we share stories of 
you know, our not so proudest moments. Uh, this next clip was from the anonymous questions episode. It was, have, have you ever broken someone's heart? And so Kit and I share a couple stories each about times in our lives that we're not proud of, that we broke people's hearts, that we aren't proud of ourselves for. And, you know, this isn't like a funny haha clip that you, that we've had so much in this episode already, but it's a very true and honest and thoughtful clip that I think a lot of people uh, appreciate. You know, this is the serious, uh, introspective, honest side of streaming things that, you know, maybe isn't always there, but we make it a point to not shy away from when we can. And so if you haven't heard this clip already, I hope you were able to take something from it. But at the very least, I hope you enjoy this honest discussion about our lives. I'm ask you a question. Hit me with uh, past and future. I wonder what that's like. Past and future. Oh, man. What? This is a this is a doozy. I'm sorry. Really? Have you ever broken someone's heart? Yes. Do you want to elaborate? <laughs> we don't have to elaborate if you don't want to. I'm trying to, to think. Um, many times, you mm-hmm. know, I was an addict, right? So I let people down constantly, uh, but also a dumb, uh, dumb kid. You know, I didn't have much guidance from my parents were very, when well, my mom was bipolar and my dad was in and out of prison. So they were good people at heart, but not on paper. And uh, <laughs> they like, they love me very much. They, I've said many times on the show, like I'm grateful. Like they, they told me they love me many times a day. They hugged me a lot, you know? Uh, and so I feel like a lot of like affluent kids maybe didn't have that. And so I kind of got lucky in that regard, you know, where I'm very comfortable expressing my feelings because of them, but also like, you know, I, I, I've always like had very low self-confidence and compensated by being very vocally fake confident. And so that's like, I think that's like the worst combo because then people think you're an arrogant douche, but really you hate yourself. So it's like the the worst of both worlds. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I get that. And so like I have struggled in the past with like fidelity, I guess I'm a serial monogamist. And so, like, I dated the same girl in high school from, like, 15 to through all the way through my first year in college. Um, and I cheated on her uh, with like, our friend. And then I dated her for, like, two and a half years. Um, and that didn't end well because we were both addicts. Uh, and I was only single for, like, a few months and had a couple things and then got my heart broken at 21 uh, by a girl that I was so infatuated with and we weren't even like technically in a relationship we just like all lived in the same like flop house mm-hmm. it was like five of us in a two-bedroom house and we partied all the time and uh, her and i just kind of like hooked up for six months and i was like obsessed and uh one day she like left me a note like i'm at this party which was like her ex-boyfriend's party and i was like destroyed and she like basically said like don't come like this is where i'm at though you know yeah and I was like crying my eyes out and stuff. I ended up getting kicked out of that house over like the drama of me crying and stuff over her. Cause I didn't pay rent or anything. I was just like an addict. So, <laughs> so I was like, oh, I was like, you need to go if you're not being like fun to be around. Yeah. And, um, so like, we I didn't, did, we don't want a sad boy. I deserved that. Um, but yeah. And then also again with my son's mother, you know, like that didn't have seven years of us together. I, I feel like I uh, betrayed that relationship and, and, and hurt her. So not a good history, if I'm being honest, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and I'm so grateful. It's, it's, I was talking to Jimmy about this yesterday. I was like, isn't life so weird? I forget how it came up, but he's like, 
what do you mean? And I was like, well, it's like I did a bunch of like bad things. You know, I was an addict, like I hurt people, like I was uh, uh, really, uh, you know, I hurt other people's feelings. I was bad in past relationships. Ultimately, like the, it, they always kind of ended poorly. Uh, and yet if I hadn't done that, I wouldn't be with my current wife. Like I would have never met her because I wouldn't have put myself in that position. Like my daughter wouldn't exist mm -hmm. if I didn't screw up. So like, isn't life weird? And like, and I was like, and look, I did some like a uh, hundred percent, no arguing bad things, but look my daughter in the face and tell her I made mistakes, you know, <laughs> look at her super cuteness and say, you shouldn't be here. I, I dare you. Cause you yeah, can't, dare you. she's too cute. Yeah. She won't even understand. I don't you. know. I think that that's interesting. And I, uh, but anyway, like, and I had to make amends to all of those people. Um, and when I got sober and it was uncomfortable and I'm glad that I did it, you know, and I've had good conversations with those women and, you know, people do stuff when they're young and I don't like talking about that. So, I, but I appreciate this game. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate your openness and honesty, but it's always been a trait of yours that I highly admire. Regret all of that, but <laughs> I did it. <laughs> hey, I talked about reverse cowgirl earlier. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think that's controversial. Uh, what about you? Have I broken someone's heart? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, like similarly, like I, I've I've had relationships that, you know, didn't end uh, as I would prefer. Sure. Right. Um, there's one girl specifically. She she was she was kind of a mess uh, when we were kind of doing our thing. Like we were dating, but not really. It was just this really weird time. I was in a very bad place. It was the lowest point in my life. This was like around 2010, 2011, 2012 that year. Those years, that was, a, that was a very low point in my life where I had just gotten out of a five-year relationship with someone who who broke my heart. I didn't have the emotional maturity to deal with that. And so my way of dealing with it was doing anything and everything that didn't remind me of her. And because she was a pretty, you know, upstanding person that pretty much like how I am now, like my, my I like went to like partying and uh, doing some, you know, not like hard drugs, but some drugs and which was weird for me at the time. It was like yeah. a very, it was a very big detour of who I was as a person at the time. And I ended up dating this, this person, um, who was like the opposite of me. And I, I, I don't, to this day, I still don't even really know why she liked me because we were so opposite, but there was a genuine care and love for each other there we like we helped each other in ways that i don't think we really really truly understood at the time but because she was an ex-girlfriend of one of my really really good friends i shouldn't have been in that position with her and it's something that's i i rarely still talk about and so i always felt guilty around her and i never really gave her the chance to be my girlfriend because it's like oh i shouldn't even be with you and that was really shitty of me to do at the time and I knew like she really, really wanted that relationship with me. And in some way I wanted it with her, but I knew we weren't like, I just knew it wasn't a good thing because even though we yeah. helped each other, we also brought out the worst in each other. Like I, you know me, like I am a pretty non-confrontational, you know, I'll, I'll work with anybody on anything, but this woman would like, I remember like screaming at her and she would scream at me and it was just not pretty. It was not a pretty relationship. And eventually, like, 
I have this. So growing up, my mom always told me, you know, hey, just because you break up with someone doesn't mean you have you can't still be friends or respect them. And I've always held true to that. Like I have I may not be friends with all of my exes, but I have a, a reasonable relationship where if we were in a room together, we would probably wouldn't be like, oh, God. Yeah, yeah, we would probably come together. Like, oh, my gosh. How are you? I'm so happy to see you. Are you doing well? Oh, I'm so excited. This uh, woman was the only person that I was like, I cannot talk to you ever again because I know that there is a force that brings us together, but it's not good and it's hurting us. And, you know, even though that is true, I still feel awful about it because I know I never let her I never let the relationship be what it could have been because of the situation and my and my own cowardice, if I'm being honest. Yeah. And she didn't deserve that. And I think that really broke her heart. And um, yeah, I feel bad about it to this day. Yeah. And I hope she's doing well. Sure. Um, but yeah, I haven't spoken to her since. It's been like 10 years. Yeah, I, I, I think all of us as human beings will have like these moments of, uh, and that's why we try to distract ourselves with movies and TV and video games and jobs because it's in those quiet moments often where like, oh, I forgot I said that to that kid in third grade. What a piece of shit move. I hope he's okay. And yeah. you just get sad. <laughs> yeah. I've been doing that. And like, and I'm in a 12 step program where those moments are supposed to be alleviated by the process of making amends. And you can just f- truly and, and fully focus on the present um, because it's worry about the future and, and morbid reflection on the past that causes us to drink and, and, you know, uh, fall into self-pity it's all just it's just it's all just bullshit you know it's supposed to alleviate the need to drink and use drugs mm-hmm. um and so i've been concerned if i'm being honest because that's been happening to me a lot more over the past year and a half or so where it's like stuff that i've done in my life is bothering me again even though i have made amends for it and like you know been a different kind of person for over 10 years now uh but i'll just like in the middle of the night you know remember like ah you know, I hope they're okay or whatever. Um, yeah. I wonder why that, why that is. I don't know why, yeah, it's, it's, why that, it's creeping back up. I, I, like, I know that feeling of like you, you want, there's that knee jerk or that need to reach out and just like, Hey, are you okay? Hey, I'm really sorry about this. Hey, I'm, I, I want the best for you, but you know, that's probably not the best thing to do. Yeah. And so, so like, you're trapped by this. <laughs> it's like, um, uh, Brooke was the name of my high school girlfriend and she was the sweetest, most loyal, wonderful person. She truly was. Um, and we were actually friends after, even though I caused a terrible breakup, uh, we were friends again many times throughout the next five or years or whatever. Right. Um, and she actually is the childhood is complicated. The childhood friend of my son's mother. So I would see her at like Christmas, even as, uh, when I was with Sarah, you know, it was like, we would see each other all the time. She's married and stuff. And it was like, Oh, hi, you know, kind of interesting, like 15 years later kind of thing. Um, but even like in the depths of my addiction, uh, she would like, let me sleep in her mom's basement and stuff. If I was just like running the streets, nowhere to sleep, she would like, I'd call her from a payphone, and she would be like, yeah, you know, come over. And she'd like, give me food and a blanket. And you know what I mean? Like just the sweetest person in the world. Mm-hmm. It's funny you say that. Cause like over the past couple of months, I've thought about since I'm not with my son's mother anymore, I don't see her at all. So I haven't seen her in like seven years. And I'm like, I wonder how she's doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> like, I'm sure she's fine. I have no idea, but it's just like, and it's like, I, I still remember her. She's had the same phone number since we were like 14 
And so I, I know it by heart, you know, because back then you, you had, had to, to memorize yeah, phone you had numbers. To memorize that shit. Yeah. Uh, and I've thought anymore. about like, I wonder if I should just call her, you know. But it's like, what, is that weird? You know? Yeah. Probably don't. You know? Right. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I, I think about that, or I think about that the girl that I got. Uh, I don't know if it was even on this episode. We talked about that, but I, the, my friend hung up, and I got mad. Like, oh yeah, yeah, that was we, this episode. We were besties for such a long time, and uh, I think oh, she, that was that, that's a patron episode. Sorry. Yeah, we talked about that today yeah. for sure. <laughs> I think <laughs> a girl that I was in love with that I was just friends with throughout uh, school. Um, I think about talking to her sometimes. Uh, and I, I'm like, that's definitely not going to happen because I haven't talked to her. And I, I remember when I got sober, I reached out to her on like Facebook and she was like, oh, hey, how you been? Because it's been a couple years because I had like so deeply homeless and stuff that I was just off the grid. And she was like, oh, how you been? And I was like, I, I sent her so embarrassing. I sent her this like <laughs> long message of like, oh, hey, I got. I got addicted to heroin and, you know, but I'm sober now. I'm in a halfway house in this city. And uh, she never responded. Oh, no. That's the last time I talked to her. And she was like my best friend for years and years up until like when she moved away. And like she got really promising career as a graphic designer. And like she lives in some super cool city out west, you know, like Seattle or something. And she's been a big deal over there for a long time. And and she was probably like, the fuck, you know, (laughs) and it's so embarrassing. Uh, I'm good. How are you? Was all I was looking for. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that's, that was heavy. Let's, let's shake it off. All right. Let's, let's go from a discussion where Kit and I talk about making other people cry and let's, let's sort of punish ourselves. Let's make Kit and myself cry. This next clip was a very fun episode that we did with Andy over the summer that we called Hot ones. If any of you have seen hot ones, it's basically that we were eating significantly, you know, uh, higher, hotter and hotter hot sauces on wings. And uh, uh, this this clip is from the eighth. I think it was the eighth uh, option, which is a da bomb. I don't know if any of you have ever tried the hot sauce called da bomb, but it sucks. Uh, so if you if you're able to watch the episode on video, I highly recommend that you sw- switch over to the video right now so you can watch Kit and I crying and just being unable to handle this uh, this hot hot sauce while Andy is just a total pro and it doesn't even phase him. And it's honestly one of my favorite moments from the show ever. Please enjoy. Well, we want to move on. What is a seven? Oh, this is uh, the one that's going to suck the most. Oh, so this is the one you were telling us about. Yeah. Only because Andy's theory is because it's also gross flavor wise mm-hmm. that it just it makes it worse. Very hot and very gross. Yeah. So this is Da Bomb Beyond Insanity Hot Sauce with a Schofield heat unit rating of 135,000. Reach past insanity with the sauce that has horrified many. This sauce blends smoky chipotle peppers with natural natural pepper extract when well, they say natural twice in the description natural natural pepper it's extract like I wrote this to create an experience beyond imagination if you dare pair this with sauce pair this sauce with pork chicken seafood steak vegetables pretty much fucking anything they didn't i that last part was my my contribution uh yeah that sauce looks harrowing it is awful it's got like a shitty blood <laughs> like color to it <laughs> yeah already crying chris i feel you if this is anything like four again to me i won't be able to survive yeah seven f- four has been the worst so four far. took it out of me yeah all the fight i had <laughs> you could have was four 
That was the endorphin, endorphin rush. rush. Yeah. Because at the end of this, for our last dab, we are going to mix this and four. What? Yes. I did not and sign we're, up we're just for this. Dunk it. I didn't sign up for this, Andy, but I'll do it for you because I love you. Oh no! It just snuck out. That's what she said, Lieutenant Diane. <laughs> she ain't got no legs. She smelled like cigarette. She tastes like cigarettes. She tastes like cigarettes. <laughs> then one day, for no particular reason at all, we did thought ones on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> I was Dude, running. Any excuse to eat chicken wings with my homies. All about it. Oh man. So is Andy's bat signal is either just like chicken wings or just a Heath bar. You just throw that up in the sky and Andy will just appear. <laughs> My dude. <laughs> okay, we ready? Let's do it. Down the hatch. Oh, it is gross. Mm-hmm. It tastes like wood. Mm-hmm. It's very hot, Steve. Steve, I'm scared. I don't like it. Oh my god. Andy. <clears throat> Kit. My wing is also burnt, so that's not helping. Oh my god, dude. This one ramps. Oh, this is awful. It's getting worse. Like it tastes awful and now it's mm. burning. Mmm. Mmm. <clears throat> In no way could I swallow that. <laughs> oh, did you spit it out? <laughs> Do you get the tingle in your lips? Yes! <laughs> I have the tingle, Andy. <laughs> Ice cream. Oh, my milk was warm. That was gross. Oh, my God. <sighs> Why did I do this? <laughs> I'm going to get angry. <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't. I can't. Wait, so what's the question? Somebody give me the phone. Give me a fucking minute, Andy. <laughs> I'm trying to bring it up. <sighs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's making it go away. It's seven. <laughs> it's seven. <sighs> oh, okay. <clears throat> I'm crying. Round seven. What are the three things that you love most about yourself? Mmm. Take it away, Andy. Um, I think that I... Uh, I don't think it's going to help. I think I'm really personable that I can get along with just about anybody. Um, and so uh, it's easy to make friends and uh, it's easy to uh, kind of make my way through the world. Um, I love uh, creative ability that I can... Dang, dude, you're full on crying. Uh, I am. <laughs> um, this is so bad. I... I uh, <laughs> Credibility. I, I I love that I have so many like different hobbies and stuff that I've been able to do and do well. Um, maybe not be super successful with any of them, but I get a lot of like creative gratification from doing those things. Um, and uh, the opportunity, the friends and family that I've been blessed with, uh, for sure. I, I know that um, you know it's luck of the draw with uh, the lot that you're dealt in life, and I, I definitely uh, got lucky with that one, for sure. Steve, what do you love about yourself? I didn't hear a single thing you fucking said. <laughs> Chris, what do you love about yourself? How are you doing, buddy? I'm not good. Not good? Um, I love about myself? Three things. Um, I think because 
I have a dark past. I'm very patient with other people's defects of character. That's cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. Very oh, patient fuck. with other people's defects um, of character. I have a good sense of humor. Yeah. I agree. I learned to cope with that. Um, third thing I like about myself. Probably my huge dick. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Steve's having a hard time. Uh, <clears throat> it's not getting better no matter what I do. It, it calms down. I love my <laughs> friends. Wait, what's the question? <laughs> three, three things you love about yourself. My friend. <laughs> That's not helping. I love my sense of humor, my drive to make the podcast. I also love my dick. <laughs> It gets me where I need to go. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Whose idea was this show? <laughs> I think it was Madison's. And she isn't here. That's not fair. You guys are eating <sighs> bread. Oh, my God, dude. No, it didn't help at all. Wow. I can't chew. It just turned off. No. Wow. You got there? Yeah. Mine not turn off. <laughs> <laughs> My turn on. <laughs> I'm literally, I need a napkin, please, assistant. I need a napkin so here, bad. Here, here. She, she already. Oh my God, thank you. I'm like literally leaking out of every orifice yeah, on my yeah, face. I came. Like, <laughs> Andy looked over at me and I'm like literally in tears. I'm not doing number eight. No? I, okay, here's my theory. My theory is that seven is way hotter than eight. Probably. Because that's kept that's happened before. But in case <sighs> just in case. There might get there might have been some in my eye. So now I'm gonna just hold my eye closed because I'm scared to open it again. Oh dude, I got the I got the um, the mom beyond insanity insanity in my eye one time. So the I made mommy uh, the mom you in my eye one time. Um I, I made a uh, ramen, uh, chili flavored ramen, the green uh, package. It's the best ramen in case you got. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's you the listeners best. haven't had it. By far the best. Andy turned me on to it. It's great. Anyway, I put uh, I put some de bomb into the chili ramen and like stirred it around and stuff. And uh, I like my ramen a little wetter. And so I was just slurping my noodles and I had a noodle slurp up and slap my eyeball Ooh. with the bomb beyond insanity in it. Ouch. That was like top five pain ever. It was absolutely fucking brutal oh my god erica you handed me this loaf of bread and i took one bite of it. i'm like fuck that bread get out of my face that's not helping at all <laughs> did the same thing oh uh, uh, the ice cream helps a little you guys feel the numbness in your lip like your lower lip when you're trying to sip on something it feels yeah. so weird that's why chewing's so weird yeah i can't feel the top of my mouth oh my god <sighs> you know i think it's weird well, that we drink milk because like we convinced the milk industrial complex convinced us milk was healthy and that we needed it, but it's we don't. You don't need milk. No. Like that's for cows to turn and babies. Baby cows into 
Fucking cows. <laughs> we mean I'm fat. The cold milk is <gasps> so good. It's like a mother's love. Okay, so we do we ask do we answer the question? What was the question? Yeah, you love uh, your you friends, love your drive, and your dick. <laughs> in those or in that order, yes. it gets you where you need to go. <laughs> you know the phrase "follow your nose." Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh yeah, nose I forgot I gave my you my dick. phone. Oh my god, <laughs> I didn't know anything was going to be that hot. That was. Honest. I told you guys that one was going to suck. I have no idea, Andy. You did one. not lie. Oh, what a good times. That good times. So good. good times had by all. Oh, it's been a, a phenomenal year. Uh, made all the better by all of you. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've grown exponentially as a show this year and had so much fun. And, and look, we've got so many monitors. I'm looking at them all right now. Like, know, this it's is, crazy. This is wild. This is fun stuff. Can't wait till we can get that fixed and we yeah. can utilize them in show. We Now we've got buzzers. We've got buzzers. We've got candles with mean girls to pray to. Uh, we've got lights with our logo on it to put up, thanks to the gifts. And yeah. then all of these monitors to, to monitors. gaze upon. We could have had the asses up there for one of those clips. All <laughs> the asses. That would have been amazing. Yeah, yeah. For inspo. Mm-hmm. See what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Absolutely. How fun would that be if we could have like asses up there while we were there. <laughs> <laughs> like the time when I was when we were doing the um, spread cheeks uh, what was that uh, Mel Brooks movie we were watching <laughs> the, the Robin Hood Men in Tights yeah remember because it had um, Maid Marian playing on the IMDB in her <laughs> chastity belt the entire time on, when I was trying That's to talk right, about the were, movie you were distracted the whole time <laughs> on a loop yeah I was like stop <laughs> stop I'm trying to do an episode <laughs> Maid Marian keep, keep looking at me uh, but that was that was a blast to revisit. Thank you, everyone who helped uh, yes, Steve make that you. possible at yes, all by time stamping things because that would have been a lot, a gargantuan effort for him to do by himself. Which just goes to show it's a good metaphor. We can't do any of this without you, Madison. It's been such a joy having you join us this year, and it's uh, been great. You're welcome here any anytime. Mm-hmm. Thank you all so much for joining us. That's all the time we've got for right now. We've got to go return some videotapes one last time for 2023. My name is Kit. My name is Madison. And it's your boy Steve. And this, all year, has been Streaming Things. Happy streaming. Happy streaming.